Guys, it's that time guys from Ring with the greatest faction in podcast history. Jazz Freak Wrestling, the JFW podcast, hosted by Travis Steve. And I am the SCW High Voltage Champion, Nubby the Amazing Turtle. 58 days. And I am the man who's going to be one of three men that will take on the idols. This Saturday at Rocket Pro Wrestling Christmas Chaos, Pac-Man. I thought you were done talking about that. No, this is the perfect week to talk about. Didn't you, uh, didn't you say it on your last stupid-ass fucking show that uh, you uh, talked about it enough, even though you brought up the fact you talked about it enough four times on that show? Well, I mean, it's a very, very important milestone that's going to happen. And I, yeah. de- I never said anything about this show. There's nothing in the rule books, Air Bud rules. Well, technically, since you did bring it up, I have to tell you not to bring it up, because if you did bring it up, we wouldn't talk about it again. Technically, we're not going to talk about it. Well, here's the thing with that. Because I have a little uh, bit of a surprise for you guys today. Um, I have brought in a very... No, no, we're not doing that yet. No, all right. No, no, all right, all right. No, we're not doing that yet. What do you get to introduce? I Because I he's, you know... Nope. I, Nubby, Nubby gets to introduce. Go ahead, Nubby. Okay, that works. I'm good with that. Go ahead, Nubby. Introduce. Well, I shall. Ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I was on a roll. Come on, man. <laughs> I know, but... You just fucking giggle monster that fucking thing, man. Are you shitting me? <laughs> You're catching on. You're catching on. Fucking A. God. The whole point. Go ahead, go ahead, man. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a fourth member of JFW for tonight for this particular episode. Not forever. I mean, it could. We never know. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce to you. My favorite Italian stallion, maybe? Tony Gabagool. What do you hear? What do you say? What a hell of an intro from my guy, the Amazing Turtle. How you fellas doing? You know what? It's cold out there. So cold, so much so that you might say that hell froze over because Tony Gabagool is on a JFW. How you doing, Travis? For all the people who complain that my fucking entrance into Rocket Pro Wrestling was long. That fucking introduction was more than it needed to be. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I love your entrance. I thought my entrance was pretty solid, too. Plus, they, you know, they owed it to me because they got my name wrong on the uh, fucking uh, screen and in the uh, nameplate. So, where the fuck that thing's gone. Uh, yeah, uh, Gabagool is here with us. Used to be uh, used to be my favorite uh, LIO member. Not so much uh, lately, but that's fine. 
it's fine. Uh, um, we got a lot to talk about. I want to talk about a lot of things tonight. We're going to try to make sure we get it within our time frame. Uh, I want to talk about the fourth mother box because why the hell not? Um, I want to talk about uh, Survivor Series a little bit, and obviously we're going to talk about Rocket Pro Wrestling. Uh, the match card coming up for that, as well as Pow, and then we're going to uh, recap the results from uh, IPW and ARW. Why do I feel like there's a show missing somewhere? Is it only those four? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Tony, quit moving the fucking camera. Just because we're doing audio doesn't mean you have to <laughs> fucking jump around like Blair Witch, for God's sake. <laughs> I got the shakes, man. I don't got enough old style in me yet. Is that what it is? Yeah. You know what? I got a glare. Fucking hey. <laughs> is that a bald joke? That's a bald Rude. joke. That's right. You can pick you the one. I don't care. They'll be shaved oh, up. They'll be trimmed yeah. uh, trimmed it up a little bit. A little bit. I, and, and I didn't. So we did, we're not coordinating. I'm so proud. Oh. Yeah, you're starting to get that fucking double J hair thing going, though. It's all combed to the side and shit. <laughs> like you're embracing Wait. absence for what it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm a single man. I know, it's right? Just, yeah, it's it what choice. it is. And yeah. people and people would think it's your personality, but that's not the case. It's because of the necklace you fucking wear. Hey, I'll have you know, this is the Stone of Prague. This was given to me as a gift from Chet Gunderson last year at, for Christmas, mm. and it gives me magical powers. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Like if yeah. I want to make the idols disappear, I can just go doody doody doody, and then they're boom, they're gone. Right? My secret weapon. Don't tell anybody. Works for women too, apparently. You know, I I. I yeah. You do duty to the women too, right? <laughs> duty duty. I, I I have done that, yeah. That uh, is a thing. Uh what do you guys want to start with first? You wanna just knock out Survivor Series real quick, talk a little bit about that? Yeah, why not? Oh, can I set the stage for that since I was there? Yeah, sure, go for it, man. Okay. I'll never forget where I was this past Saturday. It was at the All State Arena. It was after a war games match. And I sat and I watched. And all of a sudden he came back. I didn't expect him to come back, but he was back. And yes, I am talking about our truth with a bowl of ruffles. Ruffles. And nothing, and nothing else of significance happened. So Survivor Series happened this past weekend, and yes, our truth made a return in a uh, vignette advertising ruffles. Uh, one of the advertisers of the, uh, the pay-per-view. Uh, also, Randy Orton returned and CM Punk returned. Wait, CM Punk came back? Shut the fuck up. I didn't know that. Did you know this, Gabagool? Shut up. Shut up. This is the you've first time with, I'm hearing this. You've been playing with your, your crystal stone too much, pal. Okay, yeah. get with the hey, it's got magic powers, okay? Yeah, I know. Keep your hands off a of phallic shit while we do our show, damn it. I can't help the way it's... Shaped. You rub that fucking thing way too much. Well, you should be rubbing a Kleenex across your webcam screen so you clean it up a little bit, pal. Yeah, that is foggy as fuck. Gabagool, whose side are you on? I'm on all sides. There we go. Yeah, he's Switzerland over here. <laughs> Gotta stay neutral. Yeah, his screen like kind of represents the flag, different colors, one in the middle. Awesome. Um, so in your opinion, uh, Randy Orton or CM Punk, which one had the biggest pop? Obviously, you were their live pack, man, so first off, 
as a fan reaction, which had the bigger pop, CM Punk or Randy Orton? I want to know if the the video or if the audio was enhanced in any way on the uh, pay-per-view watching it uh, different from the uh, – I'm guessing CM Punk is a Chicago, but – It was – I'd say Punk was the louder one. Yeah. Because it came out of, like, nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like, I we were watching the replay of, you know, what happened in the match, and, you know, we're watching down, you know, they're celebrating in the ring, and then all of a sudden the music hit, and I think a bunch of us, like, kind of looked at, or, like, very confused, and then, like, Punk's name came up on the, um, on the Jumbotron yeah. above the ring. And then, like, once everybody hit, like, the reaction was really fucking loud. Mm-hmm. Um, Randy had a really, really loud reaction, but I would say um, Punk's was louder just because it was so unexpected. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody who, I mean, uh, I guess, I guess independent-wise, uh, you have more of a history with CM Punk being an LWF fan and all that shit. Um, I don't think I was around LWF when Punk was in. I think I was there beforehand. Um, what, what was a better pop for you, man? Orton or Punk? Or our truth Why the hell not? Well, uh, I didn't really hear the reaction for our truth so I don't know. But, uh... I was on YouTube and I was listening to the fan, actual fan mm-hmm. reactions yeah. from their phones and it sounded like Punk got the bigger reaction but Randy Orton's reaction was just as good but I think maybe it could have gone better if he reacted to it just a little more. It's like he came out, looked around and then he just pretty much went to the ring and kind of looked a little weird to me, had that weird look. I mean, he's a predator, I get it, that's fine, but it's like you just came back from being gone for two years. Embrace that. But you know what, Punk did get the bigger reaction, and it's because it was it was unexpected. People heard the rumors, but, you know, they did the mm-hmm. same thing before, and, and Paul Heyman came out that time, and, you know, mm-hmm. just to fuck with the fans. I was there for that. Yeah. What about you, Gabigol? Bigger pop for you. Yeah, I think uh, I have to echo what Nubby's saying, but it does seem like Orton could have maybe high-fived a few fans or, like like Nubby said, embraced the fans. He's gone for 18 months. We've been missing him on that roster, but if you think about it, since he's been gone, a lot of other guys have had a chance to shine, so it'll be interesting to see where he picks up the pieces and where he fits in. Uh, but with Punk coming back, it's been almost 10 years. Um, and, and also, uh, I also watched some of the fan videos. The reactions were crazy from people that were there in the crowd that were live. So, yeah, I got to say Punk with the bigger pop. I will, I will say this with Orton. After the show, after, like, Punk left and Michael Cole was done holding um, Seth Rollins down, um, Randy stayed with stayed in the crowd talking to fans for probably about, like, 20 minutes after the show. Mm-hmm. I saw him down there, you know, talking to fans in the front yeah. row, taking pictures, signing autographs, that kind of thing. Yeah, it, it was interesting. Like like Abigail said, and a lot of people are saying the same thing. It's nearly 10 years since he'd been in WWE, but it seems like a lot of people are forgetting the fact that he was actually with WWE a few years ago doing that uh, 
that yeah. recap uh, show or whatever. I think it was more Fox than anything, so I guess that's yeah. where the technicality comes from. But he technically was on a WWE-based show, working like with WWE people. But, I mean, obviously, I think in-ring and something like that, he wasn't at shows. I don't know when during the pandemic that happened, if it was right before. So, like, audience-wise and everything, maybe not. But uh, I think it's pretty cool that he is back. Uh, I know he's supposed to – I believe he's supposed to be on Raw tonight. That's the uh, – that was what they are advertising. Yep. Um, the only other thing, obviously, Survivor Series is probably one of the better pay-per-views of the year. I think uh, both uh, War Games were phenomenal. Obviously, uh, EO jumping off of the uh, top and inside the garbage can, which she was the one that did the moonsault with that uh, on NXT, right? Yeah, that's right. Okay. That was insane. So one question I do have, I it's more for Nubby, but I would love to get your guys' opinion on how this works since Nubby's more like in-ring knowledge and shit like that. Let's say Randy Orton didn't show up, okay? Mm-hmm. And Damian Priest cashed that briefcase in. How does that work? Well, obviously. <laughs> How do you turn a nine-man war games into a world title match? That's a good point. Well, as long as he pins the champion, he can win the title. But. My question is, say what Damien's with um, Seth on one side and say Sammy is with, um, give me a guy, um, Drew, and Sammy pins Drew. Now, Sammy's team technically wins, but the Seth match still continues, in Mm -hmm. my opinion. Yeah, well, that, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, does it become two matches happening at once, or is it like whoever gets the fall becomes champion? I think it'd be match so? within a match. I believe so, yeah. Right. But it's even then, just to play devil's advocate, if it's a match within a match, what if somebody else from the other team, Judgment Day, pins Seth Rollins? Do they get right. the belt? Right, because we saw, we saw Rollins cash in during a singles match that became a triple threat. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like, how does that factor into, like, a War Games match? Or does it become, like, one of those, like, 24-7 kind of things where it's like, yeah, Damian Priest will get the pin, become champion, but War Games still has to end in some way? Not well, no. I think it, I think at that point, two things happen. Mm-hmm. War Games ends, and he becomes a champion. So, Drummond and Jay wins, and he, but he would have to pin Seth Rollins in order right. to become champion. Mm-hmm. Okay. Exactly. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so I, I think I think the entire pay-per-view was great. I did win, uh, which means if I win one of the other two pay-per-views, I'm going to win this year. So, I think, Nubby, you're out. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> so, Pac-Man, you have to win the next two in order to win, or we end up tying. And then do we do, like, rock, paper, scissors, or, like? No, I win. Oh, if we tie? Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Is it like 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 a fantasy football tiebreaker? No, it's, I see my, sh- it's my show, bro. <laughs> he does have a point. Yeah, fifty-one percent. Well, I don't know what to fucking tell you. So <laughs> I <laughs> stop the count. I don't know what to fucking tell you, bro. It's all right, mate. <laughs> yeah, we yeah tie goes to the fucking uh, <clears throat> the runner, if you will. Uh yeah. So 
So uh, I I just uh, back to the punk thing real quick. Uh, I was having this conversation with uh, Tom from Fourth Mother Box because we Why? do about wrestling. Um, well, because he is a punk fan. So, um, so Pac-Man, you said you were at Punk's debut at AEW, right? I wasn't at that one. No. No. This pay-per-view. The pay-per-view, I, like his debut match. No, his debut into the company. Oh no, I wasn't at the United Center that okay. night. I was, I was at I was TV. at I was at Punk's first match at uh, AEW. I don't was he on TV before that? Well, yeah. Oh yeah, he was. That's right. Yeah. The ice cream bars and shit. I so, was at the, I was at that pay per view. I did see his first match back. So. So well, either way, um, we all watched. Like, I just won't be included. He actually watched his actual debut. You know, mm-hmm. everyone was crazy. Um, did anyone? maybe notice and maybe compare that debut to his turn in Survivor Series and the look he had. This didn't yeah. seem like it was, you know, the, the, he seemed more angry in his debut at AEW compared to the return at WWE. Yeah, he seemed a lot more relaxed. He's home, Could, you know. Oh, yeah. Couldn't it prove that maybe AEW is a lot more toxic than we think or actually hear about. Because granted, maybe he was still pissed off about WWE, and he and he knew he was going to talk about them and shit on them. Yeah, I think sometimes with that mindset, you know you're going to shit on somebody, you're going to be pissed off anyway. I could I could agree with that part of it. My I guess because I mean without even thinking about it until this point. So the only response I could have to it was when you look at when you look at Punk going into AEW compared to Punk returning to WWE. Punk Punk went into AEW and was I think in my mind was supposed to be one of the guys to get AEW to the next level. Yeah, you know, like he, himself, right? you're you're, wa- you're walking in, you're walking into a brand new company. I mean, I guess what had been around like four or five years, whatever the fuck it's been, mm-hmm. but you're being shoved up there with Kenny Omega, you know, uh, John Moxley, and all, like you're going to be the guy who's going to put asses in the seats. But when it comes to day to e, you already have it established. You already know what it is. So you're you're not so much becoming the machine. You're just becoming part of the machine to kind of keep it moving. To where in AEW, you had to be the machine that fucking got everything going. You know, it's, it's almost like in like the aspect of like like you know, the, the story of John Henry. Yeah. Okay. So we know John Henry. You know, beat the machine and all that shit. You know. So in AEW, CM Punk was John Henry with the hammers, whereas in WWE, all he has to do is just be the fucking machine. Yes, John Henry beat the machine, but John Henry eventually fucking you know blue sheet. You remember that from last week, uh, Pac Man? Throwback Monday. <laughs> Where the machine, yeah, it lost, but it's still going to keep fucking moving forward. You know, so uh, I, I think it was just more of a lax kind of thing. And also, you know, I think he probably may have gotten the contract he really wanted because I don't see Punk being on Raw every single week. And all he probably got the whole, like, you know, I'll do a few events here and there and I'll build up and shit. Almost like that Brock Lesnar fucking uh, contract that he probably wanted. And, you know, I think over at AEW, he was more like a week-to-week, you know, like whatever Adam Copeland's on right now. Yeah. Um. So I, I think I think it's just because he doesn't have to be the guy. He just has to be one of the guys, you know, so. Which, clearly, I think he's going to be the Royal Rumble winner, probably go on to face Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. 
You think it'd be Roman or Seth? What do you think? I think it might be Seth because, you know, looking at, you know, what happened oh, after the match, yeah. you know. If you go back to when Punk first came back and on the Fox show, Seth was calling him out on Raw. So. Mm-hmm. I think it is going to be Roman at WrestleMania. I think if he wins Royal Rumble, I think he's going to face Roman at WrestleMania. It would be great to see him face Seth, but I, I'm going to guess, you know, knowing, knowing the story I've heard of Phil Brooks, I'm going to assume he said, yeah, I'll come back, but I want my main event at WrestleMania, which is one of his biggest, you know, issues he had when he did that interview on Cole Cabana's podcast. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, I was like, I'm not getting paid, even though you say that I was in a main event, but I was one of the main events. I'm, I'm guessing you're probably one of the things that I'll come back, and probably a lot of the spite too, and why, like, you know, I'll come back and you know stick at the fucking AEW. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else? Uh, Survivor Series. Anyone want to share? Add comments. Then we'll move on. Talk about fourth mother box in a little bit, and why Kyle's a piece of shit. But he does have a hot mom. Gabagool just know. Kyle's mom is, like, hot. Listen, I don't know much about the fourth maternal storage apparatus podcast. I'm more of a – lately I've been yeah, listening I think to, it's the ear. <laughs> I've been listening to this freaking show. There's this good guy that's on there, Travis. He did an episode the other day about the Edmund Fitzgerald. I loved it. You guys should go check out this freaking show. Yeah, yeah, that guy. That guy's less of a piece of shit than the one who hosts like this Travis. fucking podcast. That Travis wouldn't, you know, deliberately get my petition ripped up. But we'll talk about that later. No, no, that that you know that that guy over there. He's a he's a he's a sweetheart. All right. Oh yeah. yeah. Still swears a little bit, but he does it in a nicer way. Uh Kyle said a lot of shit about me on uh, the those Thanksgiving I think uh, Thanksgiving special, mm-hmm. which was it was a good show. I'm not gonna you know take take anything away from them. Um, I'm on board to do, I know Pac-Man, you mentioned something in our messenger about Steve wanting to do like a sit down next year. I don't know how I missed that unless like it was towards the end. It was towards the end. And Steve proposed a P, uh, like the JFW fourth mother box peace summit. Gotcha. I I have no problem being there. That's fine. The, The only thing I have a problem with is, is Kyle sits there and he wants to talk about the kind of person I am. And that, uh, first off, I don't sound like that fucking, uh, what's her name from Monsters Inc. You say I sound like? I'm trying to remember. I just, yeah, I just listened to the podcast and I can't remember her fucking name again. Because, perfect example, I'll ask you guys, how's my memory? It's shit. Shit. German Shepherd. Yeah. It's impeccable. Yeah. My memory, my memory is shit. <laughs> When it involves things I don't care about. So, I can't remember the girl's name. I know exactly who's talking about. I'm watching Neil Lazowski. Always watch it. First off, I don't fucking talk like that. Secondly, that woman ended up being like an undercover cop or some shit, so kudos to her. Spoilers! I haven't even watched it in years. Fuck. Who gives a fuck? Okay? So, I don't sound like that. Because the thing is, like, Kyle wants to talk about how. If if I'm going to say things or respond to things, I need to have accuracy and um, and know what I'm talking about, which is fine. You know, if you want to believe that I need to know everything I'm talking about in order to talk about, that's 100% good. But don't sit there and say that in a show 
where you sit there and tell me that I think you're talking about the Baltimore Brownie, Brownie in reference to me, which isn't fucking true. You say I need to listen to your show when I respond to it. Well, bro, listen to the show when you respond. I never said that you were talking about the Baltimore Brownie with me. I said I found it funny as a joke, but whatever, that you guys went to Urban Dictionary to look up a definition when I did the exact same thing two weeks ago. I don't give a fuck what you say as far as Baltimore Brownies, but I know you didn't say it about me. So that inaccuracy is on you, but that's fine. I don't fucking listen. Also, your list of things you said to Nubby, 100% knew all the fucking names you said to him. But I just didn't care to respond to them and repeat them because they weren't fucking clever. And to all these people who said they were fucking clever, they lied to you. Like your mother said good job to you when they hung your fucking, you know, progress reports on the fucking uh, uh, fridge. Where it said, you know, needs improvement. But hey, good job. You know how to fucking play patty cake, Kyle. Great for you, bro. And you want to talk about accuracies and how I need to be accurate about this shit. I said, when your fucking uh, buddy Tom made up this entire bullshit story that makes no fucking sense about how JFW started. But sure, I need to talk about fucking accuracy. Yeah. Oh, Travis needs to know what he's talking about and be, you know, and, and talk accuracy. Why, why listen to five minutes of bullshit about me living, living uh, above a bowling alley in the suburbs of Chicago. I don't even live in the suburbs of Chicago. I live 45 miles south of fucking Chicago my entire life. The only uh, fucking bowling alley that's in my town doesn't have apartments above it. I couldn't remember the last time I shit myself, but if I did, it wasn't from over drinking the night before. Polecats isn't a strip club I would ever go into because I have more class than that. 390 or fucking Club O, check them out. Uh, I wouldn't roll down any fucking hills because I'm not active in the sense that I walk fucking anywhere. I won't walk into a goddamn Denny's. They're garbage. Go to IHOP instead. And fuck Abdullah the Butcher for ever giving me any idea to anything... Ten years ago, which is also fucking false, it was seven years ago. In 12, I'm sorry, that's like 2017. Is that uh, six years ago? Six years. Where the fuck it was? Six years. 2017. I didn't even know who the fuck Steve was in 2017. But, yeah, I need to talk about my accuracies. Fuck you, Kyle, and your stupid-ass fucking voice. Treated. Yeah, I'm good. You know, it's funny you mentioned accuracies. So he took what I said last week and turned it into something that I did not say. I mentioned Disneyland, but I mentioned that he went there, right? And and then I said that the children were creeped out by him, and that's why there was a petition of to get him banned. I did not say that you like children. No, I. that's like, if I were going to call you a pedophile, I would just call you a pedophile. Yeah. And that's why you would have got banned, but I did not say that. So I think you're trying to tell us something, aren't you? And then... He, go, ahead. Go, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was, I was just saying, like, it, it's, it's fine that he, he wants to say the things he wants to say. He's entitled to his own opinion 100%. But he can't talk about accuracy when he's inaccurate just to get a fucking joke. The, the only thing, <clears throat> the only thing that he said that was accurate at all is no rap P-trap. That is accurate. That was accurate. That, I have not that is, done that. That is the that only was- thing. 
And and Pac-Man, oh. that's on you 100%. Because they oh. did get one over on us because you promised something you didn't fucking deliver. Yeah, it's so, your fault. In my defense. Sure. I got dragged into the ring, and right now I'm still mm-hmm. kind of doing training and stuff to make yeah. sure that I'm ready for, for Saturday. So I have had my attention and uh, pulled in other places. So just know that after that match is over, mm-hmm. like the next day, I'm going to be writing that rap. Gabagool, we may need to go back to the studio. You know, That's all I'm, I'm just saying. Gonna say, Pac-Man, I got an old friend from the old neighborhood, DJ Jump. He might be able to help you out, okay? I like that guy. All right. Yeah. So. Another thing that's funny is Kyle, a couple weeks ago, said that I took something of his and turned it around on him. Well, at least when I did that, I was clever about it and funny. You just twisted some words yeah. and was completely wrong, and it completely sucked. And as for the short joke, uh, you're only a half inch taller than me, and that's because you wear lips. You're really like 4'11". Ooh. You look like a 12-year-old with too much gel in your hair. <laughs> so like Damian Gray. Damian Gray goes to the local McDonald's to get his grease. The, the the thing that Kyle the thing that Kyle has to realize is that it, it yes a lot of the things we say is you know quick jabs banter and everything towards one another but when you start wanting to talk about honesty and start talking about accuracy and you sit there and you can't tell the difference between somebody being who they are and being who you know who you believe they are then you just kind of blur some fucking lines. So when I sit here and I can make a joke about like, oh, I don't remember his fucking list. Yeah, I remember his fucking list. It's just none of them were fucking clever. But he wants to sit there and say, oh, well, Travis doesn't know, uh, Travis doesn't know what he's talking about because he didn't take enough time to remember the fucking list. I also fucking call Chavez Chavez, but I know he goes by Judas. I just don't care. But don't sit here and talk about you know, the inaccuracies of what I say and what I do when you fucking spew inaccuracies on the fourth mother box by saying that, oh, well, he, he said, no, 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 the fucking Baltimore Brownies know about you. I fucking knew that. Never fucking said that. You know, but that's fine. Go on to your fourth mother box. I want, and I, I encourage everyone to go listen to the story that Tommy, first, and that's another thing too. How the fuck did Tommy come across a story about JFW starting up at two in the morning? That ended with him saying, love, Tom, and Kyle. So he mm. created a story that, that that showed up at 2 in the morning one day? Who the fuck is talking about me at 2 in the fucking morning? <laughs> <laughs> 2 in the morning at Florida time. And That's only was 3 it? here. Or two, four, yeah, 3 here, know. yeah. Nah, no, it's 3. About no. Geometry. No, it's I'm not telling this to Yakos. It's one o'clock here. They're an hour ahead of us, not behind us. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. Like, of course I'm right. Don't apologize. <laughs> okay. Come on, gives that shit. Apologize for so that. So then Kyle is up. So he probably missed another uh, couch therapy session, but he doesn't have any clients anyway because yeah. no one wants to get advice from him because he sucks. But hey, yeah. what they you know what what they do at two one o'clock in the morning? That's all on them. No, 100%. And uh, 
I just want to say, I want to end this because I do want to move on and talk about actual professional wrestling. If you guys do want to listen to Fourth Motorbike, like I said, other than the the idiocies that are being said, I don't know if that's a real word, but I'm going to fucking say it because I'm an idiot anyways, and I'd probably mention that countless times. I listen to it on Spotify uh, every week when it does come out. I know you guys listen to it on iTunes and everything. Yep. Go and listen to the story because it is a comedic story. It's their kind of humor with people shitting themselves and fucking mattresses or whatever the fuck. It, and we, hey, you know, feel, you know, feel good about yourselves for putting that out into the world. That's all well and good. But Kyle, when you're done recording the next episode and you're spewing your bullshit about here, make an appointment with Kevorkian and fucking kill yourself, okay? So... So Gabagool and I, we were in a podcast war once. Do we? Do you have any tips for these guys, Gabagool, for how to tie at least? Yeah, don't have your. Who the fuck are you talking about? You talking about me? me? Let me give him some advice, Travis. Can I give him some advice? I've been waiting months for this. Okay. Uh, Here's here's my advice. Don't have your leader go off to some shitty motel down in Bufu, Illinois. It was a Holiday Inn. Yeah, that's what they're saying. And playing the piano, playing with this little crystal necklace. Okay, don't do that. Don't be that kind of leader. Right, right. You fucking you you abandon a war so you could drive three hours south to tap three fucking. I was depressed. You ripped my picture. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't even say fucking words like that anymore. Ah, you bitch. (sighs) Anyways, ah, fucking a. Well, Gabagool, would you say that the JFW war was a tie? Oh. No. You're no. working for him now, man. This was not a tie. We, yeah. we clearly lost. You're, you're, <laughs> you're the assistant on this show now, okay? Also, I'm, going to, I'm going to reenact the entire quote-unquote war between LIM and JFW. There we go. Travis, he says some shit. LIM puts out a video. Travis, he says some shit. LIM put a video. Travis, he says some shit. Turtle joins LIM. Travis, he says some shit. LIM puts out a video. Travis tears a photo. Pac-Man puts Giggle Monster in fucking uh, command. Giggle Monster puts out a video. Gabagool calls him a piece of shit. Gabagool stops the fucking way free 90 minutes later. And I win. (laughs) Yeah, that's about how it went. Gabagool inadvertently joined my side without intentionally joining my side. And that was at the time where he hated Turtle because of some pizza or some goofy. Oh thing. yeah, the the pizza the pizza incident. Yeah, <laughs> the fact that you had Java, yeah, the fucking Giggle Monster go into a. This is um, this, this is uh my uh we are going to throw everything at you. We are going to come out with everything we have. We will we will win this wave three. Twenty minutes later, giggles. You suck. 35 minutes later, I'm shutting down wave three. We we need to come together. <laughs> Woo! What a fucking leader. Gabagool, thank God you are officially the second in command now of the LIM. So, Giggle Monster couldn't destroy what was already slowly dying at his fucking, uh, with him at any type of fucking leadership in LIM. You know, I'm out here doing God's work, man, making petitions and shaking babies and kissing hands. So it's it's not that easy. Oh. Speaking of things, Gabagool, you say you listen to our show, correct? Yes, sir. Every week? Just about. Just about. Sometimes so I need know. to not listen so I can get something done. So 
want to do God's work, tell us, tell the people about our sponsor. Hey, listen, guys, you can get on cartercomics.com right now. And listen, it's not a one-time deal. This isn't uh this is a this is it a promo code or is it not? <laughs> Crushing it, bro. This is where I get confused, you know. Promo promo you know? promo codes are one time uses. Discount codes can be used forever. And we yes, we have a discount code. Carter Comics, you can do it. These guys are clutch. If you need comics, they got uh, they're graded, right? Graded or raw. Or raw. See, I'm a Monday night raw kind of guy. I right. Like this. Plus, you have a child. Yes. I so you do. know what Raw is all about. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay was uh, telling me this is Raw. Okay. Couldn't serve me. Oh. Good enough. CarterComics.com, your one stop shop for all your comic needs. Graded or Raw, CarterComics got them all. Discount code FreakNet will get you 10%. Whether it be their website or their four different eBay accounts, you can find those at their homepage. Okay, let's talk about some results. Let's talk about some match cards and everything because, uh, yeah, because, uh, yeah, we need to do that. So, uh, let's do ARW first since that happened this past Wednesday. It did. A black and blue Wednesday. I was there. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't yeah. either. I, I was, I had a seat, a seat saved for you. And everything and listen, man. You know what? I when it comes to either going to a wrestling show or cashing a paycheck, I'm gonna cash that fucking paycheck. All right. Until you help me turn this into a viable career, Travis got cash those fucking real world paychecks. All right. Or I win the lottery. Either way, that'll work. Either way, Pac-Man's getting fired. I mean, <laughs> what did I do? Hey, hey, it's the spring budget cuts. Yeah, you know, it's, you know, like you know, yeah, people have to get released. It just happens. But don't worry, I'll bring you back in like four months at half the price. It's fine. Oh, the pop would be big. You just can't go anywhere else during that time. Yeah, yeah non-compete clause. Hundred percent. Yeah. So, wait, might, what would that mean might, for Power oh, Hour? It might include, but it includes the lovely intoxicated podcast. Oh uh, well, I'm gonna tell you right now. Fun fact: as soon as I win the lottery and I go open a Freakness Studios, I'm gonna start buying up podcasts and owning them. It's gonna be the Vince McMahon of podcasts. Oh yeah, I'm gonna. So, when, if, my goal is to win one of those big ass fucking lotteries where I'm gonna cash out at six hundred million dollars and start offering ridiculous amounts of money for fucking podcasts so I could own them. I'm gonna be like. You're going to be like the Conrad Thompson of podcasting. Yeah, but I'm going blue to use chew. my money instead of my, yeah, blue chip. I'm going to use my money instead of my, uh, my, uh, connections in pro wrestling. Yeah. Damn. So it's going to be, uh, it's a viable strategy. Yeah. It'll be Freaknet Studios presents, you know, the lovely intoxicated podcast. Freaknet Studios presents the power hour. Yeah. Shit like that. Yeah. And then while I'm sitting in my corner office, you can enjoy a fucking cubicle. Cubicles rule. I know. Nobby, you going to do the results for ARW? Yes, I am. I'm just waiting for you guys to stop talking. So oh, shut okay. the fuck up, Travis. All right. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, that felt so good to say to you for once. Yeah. I, I get it. You're angry today, I guess. 
Um, you two, uh, check the chat. I put in a little note for real life stuff, and you'll understand. Got it. Anyways, so the show started out with a battle royal, and the winner would be the last entrant into the Indiana Rampage match that takes place in January. The final four were Nick Diamond, Josh Moon, Kazile, and Eric Schultz. The winner ended up being Eric Schultz via Nick Diamond help. So Eric Schultz will be the last entrant into the Indiana Rampage match in January. And what is that match for? Um, that's not, the golden, that's, that's not the golden ticket thing, right? No, I don't think that's the golden ticket. I mean, that could be, but it didn't say golden ticket. So, it, I think it's just going to be uh, just a big match. Probably Royal Rumble. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, Greg Glover then defeated Donovan Ruiz. Uh, nice back and forth match. Um, Ruiz tried to chop him, but didn't work out too well for him, and Glover chopped him to hell. Um, after the match, they shook hands and hugged, but then Ruiz kicked Greg Glover in the nuts and flips off the crowd. Yeah, so this new kid here is already trying to make a statement. Make me care. Statements are always a good thing. Statements are a solid fucking thing to do. So, yeah. I mean, he just signed, but I guess he doesn't want to wait his turn and things, so he wants to make a statement and do that. Wait, is that is that the kid that signed at Black and Blue last year? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. So so he's not his fucking name space. He's like, yeah, he's like 18, right? Maybe. Maybe it's that, yeah. But it's just funny. He just signed a year ago. Now he's already kicking vets in the nuts. So, yeah, page on skills, but yeah, but it didn't take him twenty years to do it. You know, so. <laughs> All right. Um, the Mash Brothers defeated the Lunatic and Braun Lumberjack, the Asylum. Uh, Lunatic brought out Poopachu. Uh, Braun wore a Poopachu hat. And then after the match, they did a do si Cool. Comical. I, I don't know. Wait, uh, like, with just them two, or, like, the fans no, they, in? Um, they all, no. The Match Brothers and the Asylum did do si together. Oh, okay. So, gotcha. But what it, it looked like Lunatic and Braun were about to punch them after the match, and then they just went right into the do si well, it's because they're, uh, they're fucking loons. Yeah. Not only did they do it in the ring, they did the do do in the aisle as they were walking back through the curtain. I don't know. I'm more of a Thin Mints kind of guy myself. I get it. Oh, is that a, is that a Girl Scout cookie fucking joke? That was indeed a Girl Scout cookie yeah. joke. Is that the same shit you used to stay at the doors when you were selling them as a child? No, I was I spilled the popcorn as a, as a wee blow. Hey, you're supposed to mute yeah. that thing when the horn goes by, pal. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking oh, of speak wee of- blow, go blow yourself. Go ahead, Nubby. 
Uh, speaking of footmints, um, is there anybody Danny? Who the fuck is yelling in the back? Is that Danny? <laughs> <laughs> fucking Danny in the back, fucking having a hissy fit because he didn't get his mashed carrots? What the fuck? <laughs> Wait, you got Danny in your basement? It's uh, Thanks, baby, it's uh, baby Lagreca. It's feeding time. You know, get a, get a oh, fucking, what I call that child? What yeah. I call that child? I call the stupid baby. <laughs> you called me stupid baby guy. <laughs> oh, the evolution! Look how far we've come. Yeah. Evolution is a mystery. Dobby, uh, what'd you say, man? Does anybody have the thin mints, or does anybody know how to get some? Mm. I'm gonna need. You might want to ask, well, maybe don't ask them, never mind. I will not, I think I know where you're going with that. No, I don't want to ask them. Yeah. Don't want to talk. That's fair. I get pro people? Uh, anybody. Yeah. I, I don't know, dude, I, I've seen, I remember back in the day that Girl Scouts only sold them at one time a year, and now it seems like they pop up like every fucking three months. But every time they yeah every time they pop up, I've already committed to like a diet where like I had to like keep off of sugar and shit. And now I think they're like like seven or eight dollars a fucking box of like, criminals. It's like, like a cash bullshit. Bread. Yeah, it's like a cash. I'll be shit bags. They've been doing candy lately. Fuck Girl Scouts, idiots. Speaking of um. Eh, I don't want to segue that. Eh, whatever. I just told a group of fucking adolescent fucking girls to fuck themselves. I don't know. Hey, there's no way of fucking segueing that. No. Well, you know, what they the probably fa- don't listen to JFW, so. And they can fuck Justified. Where'd you get the brand new uh, Fuck Yourself t-shirt over at tpublic.com? Search JFW. What is the next match? Angus McDuff defeated Joey Dalton. Um, after the match, Angus attacks uh, Joey. He does get saved by Quinn, but then Quinn um, turned on him again. Then, oh, can't believe this. Can't believe I actually have to say this. Wade Evans defeated Dave Allen to become the new Indiana State champion. See, if you just did that match, Max, it would segue perfect from bitchy little girls. Pretty yeah, good. Got a point. Yeah. He did have help as referee got knocked down and Sir Flex a lot and um, the other guy who does listen to our show. Um, got the involved. good one? The, the good one? <laughs> it's pretty funny how he's the better workhorse. Right, he just has to learn to breathe with his mouth closed. He's got to do something about his voice. Go through puberty already. Right, yeah, yeah. Climb off your fucking cousin and go to a fucking uh, what what are they, uh, a voice <laughs> teacher of the fucking cock. Uh, oh my god! But yeah, that that was uh, an unfortunate. You okay there, Pac Man? <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask me, ask Gabagool. I'm laughing because he's laughing. That was, I like that. That was good. I mean, he says we got to talk about him more to get fucking views over here. So, I mean, hell, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> All right. So, 
Muggsy James defeated Ivan Manson. Ooh, cleanly? Well, I say clean in the family way, if you will. So. Sounds like a workhorse thing. Clean in the family way. (laughs) Salad. Perfect. That was good. Um, Ivan Manson grabbed his chain while Snake Manson had the referee. Mm. Muggsy grabbed him and used it, used the chain on Ivan and got the win. There was no Charlie Jr. Apparently, he started Thanksgiving early and got sick. Gotcha. I know it was probably best that he wasn't involved in this just to I, I would have preferred nobody got involved in it and to find out once and for all who is the better man. I mean I'm not gonna take anything away for what Ivan's done in this uh business and I do look forward to hopefully one day sitting down and doing that part two we're supposed to do in the summer. Uh but I mean at the same time that would have been the next level for Muggsy if he was able to take a clean win over uh Ivan Manson, so um, Pac-Man, um, do you happen to have a stopwatch? I do. Can you pull that up real quick? And, uh, sure. I, I need you to time, time this little issue. Don't you worry. I'm real, I'm getting really good at this. All right. And go. All right. So next match was Scumbag Army, DOW, Max Sinister, taking on Machine and Tristan Hayes. Now this, Feud has been going on for a while, thanks to Youth Gone Wild starting it with Rat J Flywheel, as they stole the stuff, thinking that some random fan took it, but no, it was Youth Gone Wild all this time. Mm. Uh, last month, uh, the Scumbag Army actually took out Buddy Roberts Jr. and hurt his leg. So, um, Max and, uh, BLW came out through the crowd, got in the ring, and then Machine and Tristan came out. They wheeled Buddy Roberts out in the wheelchair. So he was there. He didn't want to miss this fight. I mean, you, you would show up too. Yeah, I mean, I would have been there if I didn't have to, you know, cash some checks, so. Yeah. And this match was very hard hitting. Uh, seeing Machine make his official return to ARW was fun. I mean, yeah, we saw him at Rocket Pro last time, but seeing him at ARW, one of his, uh, homes is pretty cool. Uh, Machine didn't lose a step. Still the same machine as we always know. Uh, during the match, uh, BLW decided, oh, let's go mess with Buddy Rock. So he went to go mess with him, grabbed the wheelchair, and wheeled him through the curtain and knocked him off. Then BOW sat in the chair and just taunted, you know, Churston while Max was beating him up a little bit. But Buddy Roberts Jr. came back out with a crutch and whacked BOW with it. Then, uh... Buddy got in the ring and whacked uh, Max with it, and there was a disqualification. Um, 
Then Tristan Hayes went out by BOW and super kicked him right back into the chair. And then they beat uh, beat up Max a little bit more. And then Machine got on the mic, said that this wasn't about winning. It was about kicking ass, and that's what we did. Or, you know, something like that. They kicked their asses. So the winner was BLW and Max Sinister by disqualification. Stop the clock. How long was that? 2.56. Over two minutes, Max. Kiss my ass. Wait, what? <laughs> he wanted more than two minutes, so I gave him more than two minutes. Two minutes for what? He wanted think- he wanted us to talk about his him and his match for more than two minutes, so that's what I did. Dude, I could do an entire show on fucking Max Holiday if I needed to. Longest reigning three-time SCW heavyweight champion, my best friend. True. Thank you. Awesome. Hey, want to see how much of a best friend I am? Hold on a second. Well, he's looking that up. Let me tell you something. Yeah, yeah, fucking say some stupid shit. With this blue chew, you can last more than two minutes. That's okay, I'm done. Yeah, I'm good. (laughs) Because you're just proud because you finally learned what that was at when we recorded the last podcast. This guy tells me, (laughs) I need you to chant blue chew into the microphone. I'm pretty sure we went over three minutes with that now. Thanks to Travis. Well, yeah, you know, it's Max Holiday, dude. And I feel bad because I always made the joke that I talked about him every single show and I just haven't lately. Um, but that's on me. Um, so shout out to my best friend, three-time longest reigning SCW heavyweight champion, which, oh, by the way, remind me before we end the show tonight, I have to talk about SCW. Hey, Travis. Though, remember you to talk up. about SCW. Shut up. Fuck up, Pac-Man. Okay. All right. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll save that for later. You stupid ass. God. Okay. Hey, you said last week I'm a better Shut idiot. the fuck up, Pac-Man. <laughs> Go ahead, now. Okay. All right, so let's get through this. Um, next match, it was Joey Boom Boom defeating your boy Chavez uh, via, via submission. Chavez tapped out to his dad. Uh, the ref threw out the girl, I, you know, and I apologize to the girl. Because not only is she associated with Chavez, but I forget her name every time. So yeah, she's just yeah. the girl for now. You know why I forget her name? Because it's irrelevant. Oh, so... Kyle. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> no one gives a shit. You know, speaking of Kyle, uh, Kizile... Oh! Oh! The better Kyle um, came out and um, tried to get involved, but he got... Uh, punched, I believe, by Joey Boom Boom. And then, yeah, so Boom Boom won, and then they, Boom Boom got on the mic and said pretty much, um, he doesn't matter what he does, at the end of the day, you're still my son. And then they hugged, and then Chavez walked out. Stupid. So he's pretty much saying, you're allowed to be a douchebag, but just know you're my son. Yeah, well, of course, I mean, it makes a lot of sense on why Chavez is the way he is then, because clearly there's no discipline or direction in his life. Oh, you want to act like an asshole, but I still love you. Fuck that. Beat the shit out of the kid. Gabagol, tell him. Sounds like what's going to go down on Saturday with Pac-Man. Yeah, he's going to get his ass handed to him. We're going to talk about that shit, by the way. I got, Sorry, a lot of, I got a lot I of I forgot issues. you were in here. Yeah, 
I got a lot of issues <laughs> with with you, fucking Pac Man and Lee. What did I do? You'll see. Okay. We're going to wait till we're, when we when we get to our Acapo wrestling, which we really got to get to it here. Um, I got a lot to fucking say, but I'm going to be the last to fucking talk about it because I got a lot of issues with the lies you say and the lies that your LIM, uh, you know, people have been telling you and shit. We're going to talk about all that. Um, Chavez, however, needs his ass fucking handed to him and he needs to, you know, learn fucking respect and. Just because his dad wants to be like, oh, you're still my son, I still love you. Well, you know, clearly he doesn't feel the same way if he attacked you a few months back, and, you know, he wants to be an ignorant fuck of a kid, so. I'm excited to watch, because ARW is one of those few companies that actually puts their shit up on YouTube, so I'm really excited to watch ARW's uh, matches and everything, because as much as I don't like Chavez as a person, I think he's developing great as a talent. I just want to. I, I'm, I'm just really excited to see how that match turned out. Yeah. Um. You know, speaking of shitheads, the workhorses, the other two idiots, um, became the new tag team champions as they defeated Family Prospects. Um. I can't really say that they cheated. They didn't really cheat as like like they did in the earlier match. I think they did what tag teams do, and yeah, the referee didn't see much, but. At the end of the day, workhorses did better than Wade Evans. So these two workhorses did better than the the other guy. So I guess congratulations to them too. But the other idiot, go fuck yourself. You still suck. I beat you. Then um, James Creed defeated JPH to become the new heavyweight champion. And if my calculations are correct, Creed won four to three in the Iron Man match. Solid. So he fucking grand slam in the bottom of the nine. Because it was zero to three in the bottom. Actually, I think within the first minute or so, there was like three falls between the two of them. Well, let's look at that baseball analogy real quick. Uh, I know Gabagool is a huge baseball fan, just like I were at the same Sox game. We just didn't talk. Yes, sir. Uh, to hit a grand slam in the bottom of the ninth, you had to be down three to nothing in order to win four to three. So was yeah. he down three to nothing and then came back with no, four? I, I made a joke that probably shouldn't have been a joke. Yeah, that didn't stick. Now, great, now the Kyle, Kyle idiot's going to use that against me. I'm just saying, it just didn't stick. He, he hit a walk-off home run. That would have been more accurate, uh, but uh, okay. So. Not a, but the other falls actually, you know, happened before that. I just was gotcha. trying to be No, I understand. I just got to go. Am I wrong? You're right, sir. Excellent. Thank you. Try, I'm trying too hard, apparently. Yeah. Go Pac-Man's, over there, <laughs> Pac-Man's over there Googling what baseball is. You know, how'd you know? I was just... <laughs> I keep seeing about this guy who and he plays first base. Is that true? What? Is that guy who? You no, know, no, what, I, what's I, on I, second? Yeah. Well, what about third? Well, I don't I care don't about who's on third. Uh, I don't know. Oh, I thought who was on first. Oh, oh what's on second? I don't make it to third often. <clears throat> Not sure. Okay, uh, IPW. Let's get the results for IPW. All right. So I want to get, even though uh, I know Power Hour tomorrow is going to do a lot on Rock and Pro Wrestling. I know you guys did Rock and Pro Wrestling years. I do want to talk a little bit extensively on it, and we're at about the 58-minute mark here. So, so I'm going to cut out some... 
and let the power on and just explain more of it. The fuck are you drinking over there, Gabagool? Well, I ran out of old style, so I guess. Oh, uh, is that your wife's beer? <laughs> you know it. <laughs> Gotta watch my figure. <laughs> Only 95 <laughs> calories. Oh, there you go. Dude, I drink seltzers. So I got nothing to fucking say, man. Alright, so, uh, let's get, let's get to it. IPW happened yesterday. Rion came out, um, explained that he, as he's no longer the official informational liaison, he is now the official informational enforcer. Basically, in a nutshell, he is now the boss and he can make the decisions as he sees fit. There will be no more hosts for the time being. You know, I used to work for a company just to give out bullshit titles to justify paying people more, so I get it. <laughs> um, so in the middle of Rian's talk, um, out came Brittany Kay and uh, Renee Van Peebles just fighting. They were just beating the shit out of each other. Uh, referees came out, but Rian said, no, let them fight. And they were fighting and fighting till they both knocked each other out. Then Rian finished with his um, spiel and then made a match for next month. It will be Brittany Kay versus Renee Van Peebles in a last woman standing match. Ooh. All right. We have a new alternative champion as Miles Mercer defeated Motivation Mike. Now, some may argue that Steve involved himself in this match, but he just went out there, you know. Steve Aaron? Of course. Steve Aaron, Steve Aaron got just, off his ass and interfered in a fucking match? No. Oh, he, he was just walking outside the ring, and he said hello to Motivation Mike, and it distracted him. I mean, who? how are you going to distract yourself? Let someone say hi after the match. I mean, whatever. And then after that, um, Steve and uh, C-Rev were celebrating. And Motivation Mike was getting all mad, wanting to beat him up. But Rian told him, get to the back. I need to discuss something with these two. And if you don't, you are suspended for the rest of the year and next year. All of next year. All right. Um, I was going to play a clip, but due to time, I'm going to try my best to just say this. Play the clip. I mean, it's a seven-minute clip. Play the clip. That's fine. I could. Right. Here, here's the thing. I could, I could run through Pow in probably like fucking five minutes, and uh, yeah, we'll be fine. Yeah, play the clip. Fuck it. I'm not gonna no. Do play the clip. Okay. Fucking nobody. Play the clip. I'm working on it. Hey, Nubby, play the play the fucking. See now the seven-minute fucking video turned to ten minutes because you had to get the fucking clip. Can you hear it? I don't know. What they, I don't know what they're saying. Last year, I ended up having to be in a cabin's fall match 
because of the board putting me in safe position to fix his mess with the workforce. I want to make this clear, because just in case people haven't figured it out yet, while I am not informational liaison in a normal sense, they had allowed me to be informational enforcer for the remainder of 2023. There's no hopes, meaning that I can just go ahead and do what I'm supposed to do. With that being said, just so everybody knows what's happening, I am going to be giving out gifts. Because I understand that Christmas is one week after Captain's Fall. So the way I'm going to handle this is I'm going to give everyone's gift now. See Red? You have been doing whatever you want to do ever since you have wrestled being in grade for the league championship this summer, this past summer. And while I understand that you have been very fired, and as you said last month, you're from Inglewood, so you have her watch to go and do your thing, that was prior to me being informational enforcer. The best way to handle this, if you are going to leave this place, and I mean go on sabbatical and do all these things, is I'm going to give you a gift. You, sir, will be in the Captain's Fall match that is being great. You, too, will pick teams of four. You can pick anyone that you want except me. Because I'm not dealing with it another year. There's no reason for me to fight your battles that you choose. You can have anyone that you want except me. Just keep in mind that Damien Bray does the same. And with that being said, you have your own, Steve. You can't be in that match. Because I meant what I said. I'm sick of having to fight your battles for you. So if there's one thing that I have said, some people may understand it, but everyone in the back understands this. There's a saying that I've had. I will give you what you want. It's always a catch. Always. You will be in an elimination match. I will pick your team for you. And you, wherever he is, will fight the big leagues. Four and four. No captain, just the four of you. I will pick your team accordingly. That's my gift. That's your gift. Oh, see, the thing is that no one knows what a captain's fall is match here that I know of. So it should make it easier. Uh, we're going to have a captain's fall match 
with your trios and that's what you do. So that everyone understands what is actually happening. So you will be defending the trios champions with Monty James and Gustavo versus the workhorses under Captain's own rules. Fair. Okay. Oh, by the way, that whole thing is going to be inside of Stinger. Not today. Not today. That will be in December. You can figure that out when you see it on December 7th. And it's a gift. It's a gift. I don't know how I feel about all this pottery. <laughs> I just know that for the longest of time, I have done a lot of things fine. And I need to fix a bunch of stuff right now. So to everyone else, I'll do it this way. Because I am bad at giving gifts. I'll do it this way. Would you like to see Team Red versus Team Gray in a Captain's Fall match inside of a steel page on December 17th? Would you like to see Steve and his team versus the big leagues in an elimination match inside of a steel page on December 17th? Would you like to see Steve, Muncy James, and Gustavo fight the workhorses in a preview? Captain's <laughs> fall today. So that's that. So, in case people couldn't understand that, want to recap that real quick? Yeah. So basically, at in December, yeah, December seventeenth, Captain's Fall inside a steel cage. It'll be Team C Red against Team Damian Gray. And C Red can pick anyone but Ariane. Uh, yeah. And it can't be Steve either because Steve will be in his own, I guess, now cage match, but not Captain's Fall. It'll be Elimination. But Rion is picking his partners against the big leagues. Okay. Then it was also announced that for the Trios Championship match that happened on this show, it would be Captain's Fall. But we will get to that. Captain's Fall is what? Um, Captain has to be pinned to win or to lose or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So you got you got all of that. I mean, it's pretty <clears throat> clear. All right. The only thing I'm not getting is so so Steve's match in December is going to be Steve and two partners of Rion's choice. I believe it's two. I'm I'm thinking maybe it'll be three. Four? Okay. Four. I think it'll be four on four. Well, Rion's but picking be- his partners. Yeah, against the big leagues. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Uh, Kid Lat, Scorpion Dorado, and Jay Vanity defeated J.R. Lindsay and the Bro Bros, the big leagues, by disqualification. 
it was then the big leagues were about to beat the crap out of the opponents. But Rian said, if they continue their bullshit, they will be suspended for the rest of the year and all of 2024. Then, D'Angelo Steele retained the second city championship against Joey Dalton. This feud, I don't think, is over. It is far from over at this point. Now, we have a tag team title issue. Now, I do have a clip for that, but that's long, too long. But I can, in a nutshell, explain it. There are some things I'm kind of blanking on. but So, Rian was about to make it talk about December, about the tag team title issue. Corey McHenry came out and said he wants to be part of the tag division. And then in the middle of Rian trying to talk some more, Nick Diamond came out and went on a tangent. Karen stuff, you know, you know Good how that goes. Karen. Good old Karen. Karen. He was having mic issues. Well, I know what was really happening, but I won't tell a soul about what was happening. I won't tell you that C-Red was messing with the speaker. Um, so basically because of what happened at the, when the titles changed hands via Miss Larkin, um, because of her schedule, she is no longer able to make IPW events. So in, in a last effort of being the host at the time, she had already replaced or, um, came up with a new partner for Nick Diamond. And which that ended up being Kendall Fire. So then Rian was able to make his dis or not make a decision, but um explain his thing about the tag titles that the tag titles will be defended in December. But they will also be defended on this show. Now Diesel Tracks is involved in some way. Um I'll have the power hour explain that part it's on the clip but we ain't got time to play that um so for this right now um rian announces the tag match will happen right at this moment kindle fire nick diamond against Corey McHenry, and out comes jay thunder however kindle fire and nick diamond retain the titles go figure they did shenanigans as usual all right, next match. Well, I guess. Quinn Whittock, however, came out to the ring and announced that he, his part, or his opponent did not show up. So he was getting, you know, trying to figure out, well, what to do? Do I go home or do I make a challenge, whatever? Then a familiar person's music hit. Gabagool, can you guess who that person was? Oh, if I had to guess, I think it would be my adulthood hero, the Amazing Turtle. You are correct, the Mundo. My music, my music did hit. I went out there. Fucking Mark. <laughs> oh, I am. Hey, listen, I'm a lonely, intelligent Mark. Okay, I'm in the LIM. <laughs> All right, so I went out there and pretty much said the same thing. Uh, my opponent did not show up. 
Uh, there were some flight issues, apparently. So I didn't have a match. And I was getting ready to de-gear, but then I realized I've never wrestled Quinn Widock before. So I challenged Quinn. Quinn accepted. But we had to get him, we had to get permission from Rian. So Rian gave us permission to wrestle. So we did. And let me tell you, it was a tough battle. It really was. It, I, I could have lost. Or I could have won. Maybe. But in the middle of, uh, you know, I was down and Quinn was getting ready to do his finish. Mm-hmm. The Bro Bros came out. Hey. And- that they wanted to yell at Rion during a match. Wait, are you talking about like his finisher where he does like the springboard cutter? Yeah, I believe Dude, he all you gotta do, all you gotta do is turn that fucking shell into a man. Shell shocked. <laughs> getting ahead of yourself here. Oh my am I am I predicting the ending? So I dropped my phone. When, when, <laughs> I dropped my phone. <laughs> Quinn yeah. got distracted by Bro Bros, but then he said, let me finish this match, and then you guys can go do your thing. Well, he went for the springboard cutter, but I used my shell and blocked it. So he's in midair. He lands on my shell. It was a wonderful moment. So then I got ready. I got set up for the shell shock. I'm in mid-run, and then the Bro Bros decided to get in the ring and beat the shit out of me. And then they... Quinn tried to save me. They beat the shit out of him. But then I shell-shocked the Bro Bros. Yeah. Quinn got out of the way just in time. Then we had a tag match made. So it was me and Quinn against the Bro Bros. And we whooped their asses and won the match. Let me tell you, I'd rather be his partner than be against them. But I would go one-on-one with them again because I think there's a lot to prove there. Yeah, it, sounds, the- it sounds like you won, though. So, I mean... I mean, would the would the would the team name be Sexy Turtle? <laughs> Sexy Shell, okay. Turtle Violence. Turtle for Violence. Those, for those listeners out there who are part of PETA, you could uh, direct all of your messages to uh, Pacman, <laughs> chair of Pat Ackerman at Facebook. <laughs> we do not condone Sexy Turtles here on JFW. <laughs> Hey, I'm not into it. I'm just you, thinking of names. You gem-wearing freak. Yeah. All right. You and your gems. It's right. the Stone of Prague. So then, that, that means. then the Trails Championship happened. Um, Steve, Gustavo, and Muggsy defeated the workhorses. Uh, Steve was the captain for his team, and Mikey Peterson was the captain for his team. Go figure. Well, actually, that was the better captain, honestly, right? Wade, they definitely would have lost. So they did the right thing. So still trios champions here. Then it was the Marche Rocket Open Challenge. Uh, Damian Gray answers the challenge. Of course. However, Rion said, well, if you're going to answer this challenge, you're putting the league title on the line. Because it's been true that Damian's been, you know, avoiding defending his title. As much like the workhorses, and Rian's not dealing with that bullshit anymore. Yeah. Sounds about right for for Gray. Yeah. So he did um, it put up put the title online, and the match happened. However, Marche wins by DQ as the workhorses decided to interfere. 
Not surprised, though. I mean, not surprised. No. Bloodline's been doing that shit for a while now. But what is surprising is Sea Red and Miles Mercer coming out to save Marche. Miles had a port. Miles had a two by four, and Sea Red had a handicap sign that was still attached to the metal uh, rod. Whole thing. He just ripped it out of the fucking front of the building. And so he he just like, oh, Marche getting whooped by workhorses. Damn it. Pulls it out. I think it might have been in front of my car because, you know, I parked there. No, I don't. I swear. Um, he came in. They came in. Um, funny thing was he hit Mikey with it and it, you just heard the crack. It was funny as hell. It, Rian was laughing his ass off. Speaking of pulling shit out in front of Nubby's car, Blue Chew. Pro- no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> um, so then, uh, see Red. You always said, pull out with Blue Chew. <laughs> Use the discount code Hard Times. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, Damien Gray. Way to, way to be the fucking team player here, Nubby, just going with it. Damien Gray. Fucking no uh, selling that shit. I'm so proud of you. Damien Gray obviously chose the workhorses to be his partner in uh, Captain's Fall next month. Sea Red has already chosen Miles Mercer and Marche Rocket, their go. fourth member, to be named later. And that is IPW. Ooh. Fucking got be Willie, right? I mean, mixing the touches with the ARC, I mean, it could happen. Right. Could happen. Lead a bomb. Fuck yeah. A bunch of arc touches. Or it could be one of his new partners that he'll be teaming with very soon. Oh, you mean Johnny Knight? Right, Johnny, definitely yeah, Johnny Knight. Yeah, definitely, yeah. I, definitely Johnny Knight. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess Pac-Man's not making the rounds in the territories. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to Powell. All right. Uh, real quick, uh, when's the next uh, IPW show? Is that uh, was it December or eighteen? whatever that Sunday is. Hold on, let me. Uh, oh, December seventeenth. Seventeenth. Excellent. The sixteenth right. is IPW. Rage Reaction Power uh Sunday, December second. This uh, this coming Saturday, out at the American Legion Post seven hundred three at Fox Lake. Doors open at 5.30. The show starts at 6.30. We're going to have a Powell Heavyweight Championship Street Fight. Fatal 4-Way Champion Jimmy Blaze. We'll be taking on Kazile, Mason Perks, and Eric Freedom. We're also going to see the Powell Tag Team Championship match as the reigning champions, the Brothers of Funstruction, going up against the Irish Pub Army. Yanni GQ Gianos, I think I pronounced that right. We'll be going up against yeah, we'll be going up against Will Amore. Amari? Amari? I don't fucking know. Goofy names. Get better names, Bill, folks. Bill M. Emery. Emery? Actually. Tiny will team up with Axel Brayu, taking on Stylin, Shane Eaton, and Jay Scut, or Scrut, as I believe Steve called him. <laughs> Mateo Valentine will be going up against Moondog, Greg Murray, 
And Hunter Payne will be taking on Jamie Race. Uh, those are the matches that have been announced. Obviously, I think Powell's really good at adding as they go. So they may see more matches uh, being posted this week. Or you'll just have to uh, get over to the Legion over there and Fox Lake and uh, see what else uh, they add to the card. But, again, Rage Reaction is this Saturday over at the American Legion Post 703 in Fox Lake, Illinois. Doors open at 5.30. Show starts at 6.30. And I believe standing room only is the only thing available right now. Maybe I'll go there. Yeah, you should. Just, or you just you do know. what I do. Say you'll go and then not show up. I mean, that's why I, do I, mean I don't think I'm going to head out to Joliet. I have no reason to. That's true. Maybe I'll go to this show. i got nothing else going on December 2nd. Hey. Come on, hey. guys. Hey. Hey, you know why? You know my reason. I know your reason. Okay. Let's... I could get you another reason to show up, Turtle. I could bring okay. another petition. I could get everybody in that building to sign it because you know why? I... We love you and we cherish you, and I know you're too humble to admit it, but God damn it, it's true. Look, I will. I appreciate all, that, and I appreciate what you did for me. But I am not going to put any more money into that company as long as Damian Saint is in charge. I understand. Sounds like a talking about Rocket Pro Wrestling. So let's get to that match card, and uh, I'm going to predict that uh, Pac-Man is going to be Pac-Man and he's going to talk way too fast through this entire card until we get to his that we're going to spend the next 45 minutes on. Nope, I have a different approach on this. Perfect, because we only got 40 minutes. That's a oh, lot. For... We, have, we have 25 minutes. All right. 35 All right, minutes. I'm going to stick to my times. Yeah, quit itching yourself and let's fucking go. Quit All right. with your uncut gems, okay? I'm yeah. Saying. All right, so we have Rocket Pro Wrestling. You. <laughs> Fuck. That's not going to backfire. Nah, I'll be okay. We have Rocket Pro Send Wrestling. Send all your letters to Pat Ackerman, care of Facebook. Can, can, I, can, I, can I say the Yeah, I'm stuff? waiting for you to go. Okay, all right. I'm trying to fill the dead air here. All right, so we got Rocket Pro Wrestling Christmas Chaos this Saturday. December 2nd at St. Joe's Park, Joliet, Illinois, 700 Theodore Street. Doors open at 4. Bell time is at 5. $15 will get you general admission, and $20 will get you front row. Giga Monster's still sitting out there waiting? Yeah, he's still out there freezing his ass off. I don't know how he's doing it. I know. It's amazing how, like, he could go... <clears throat> from sitting out in front of uh, St. Joe's Park day after day after day, and yet I have to watch a, uh, a lovely Tuscan podcast from from the position I assume most of his webcam fucking videos are at, <laughs> laying there from this fucking crotch up. We told him about it. Yeah, nah, that's fine, I, I, dude. I, I'm sure I. I'm glad I only listened and not watched because the moment I saw that, I'm looking at this upward angle as what most of his, I assume, toothless Indiana fucking whores are fucking uh, looking at. And I'm just like, gross. We told him, but I mean, I will say it's the miracles of Blue Chew. Yeah, why don't you tell him to fucking, you know, give a shit and maybe sit? Who yeah. The fuck, who the fuck lays down in podcasts? We, I just want to say, before we went on air and Gabagool can attest, we gave him so much shit for that. 
I, I fucking would, because it looked like I was from fucking Nani Vision. <laughs> but speaking of uh, Smiley McGee, this is a match that'll make people smile. Uh, we got... <laughs> we got... <laughs> we got Lennox Leone versus the Who? Who? Lennox Leone. Okay, there we go. Versus the... Come on, now. master of the Chicago Bear Hug, Steve Michaels. Gotcha. So Lennox is making his debut in Rocket Pro, and obviously Damian Saint really is standing behind Steve Michaels a lot, as it seems. Um, was out in the corner with him last month in his match against Darius Luttrell. So yeah. where is the undeniable going to come into play in this? Honestly, Probably shoving their cane in somebody's face. <clears throat> That's true. You know, making Pyro come out of the uh, post. Do you think that maybe, like, this is kind of like a uh, prove-yourself kind of situation for this newcomer? Like, maybe they're looking to grow undeniable and see if he has what it takes to withstand, you know, a beatdown? I mean, I know Saints always trying <clears throat> to grow that. And yeah. with, you know, Jay Beck always telling people to follow Damian Saint. Oh, God, yeah, that fucking dude. The, the bounce check. check. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. Jinx, you owe me an old style. Mm. <laughs> he's got Mitchell of Ultra. Gotcha. Which I'm glad. Yeah. I'm, glad he's, I'm glad he's worried about the calorie count, but he's drinking as much as a fucking old style would be anyways. <laughs> so just like, what's the difference at that point, man? Just got to save some room for the blue chew later, okay? There you go. God. God. Shout out to Mrs. Gabagool. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Tony Gabagool, this is a match that features... No Italians. It's Damien DeShane versus <laughs> It's That's another undeniable match. But it's TDC versus the undeniable. Ooh. Then we have the suburban German. Wait, who? Wait, you got uh, about her? Devin August. Okay, we got Devin August versus Damien DeShane. Damien DeShane, yes. Okay, so why don't you say their names? They're saying TDC versus I think TDC. Well, I, I, is did, dead, I did bro. say their name at the beginning, oh, and, then I, and then I, I, I but yeah, you I did. didn't. We're you gonna didn't. listen to this back. Five dollars. Okay, I'll put five dollars because I did say the name. There we go. There Deal. Pat. All right. So they're gonna fight, and then speaking fun. of fighting, this is a match that's gonna really be a fight because we have the suburban German Joseph von Jaeger. Versus the real deal in Tony Gabagool's childhood hero, Rion Skills. I thought Turtle was his childhood hero. That's no, his adulthood Turtle's hero. Turtle's my adulthood hero. Oh. Gotta specify the time. God, just solid. So, Gabagool, I gotta add, and this is for the Intercounty Championship, by the way, and it's a no disqualification match. It's a rematch from last month, right? It is. Yeah. Now, Gabagool, I have a question because we were talking about Rion being your childhood hero. What makes him your childhood hero? Well, really, it's his philosophy. You know, he's the real deal. Sometimes you got to close a door to open a window or vice versa. There's a draft coming through. Now, this guy, Rion, he took JVJ last month. You guys were there, too, so you know what I'm talking about. He took JVJ to his signature chop house, okay? And it was all-you-can-eat pork chops. That guy's chest was as red as red lobster. Am I right? You call him a timeout. I got a question. Yes, sir. Do you think maybe the draft is coming through the fact that this motherfucker opens doors three times before he just walks in? 
listen, he's got an obsessive compulsion disorder. <laughs> he's got to make sure he does it right or it doesn't work, okay? I mean, I'm just saying, like, you know, if he just enters once, maybe the fucking draft would stop. I got some weather stripping I can give him if he needs it, but listen. I saw, I saw some fucking dipshit use the fucking uh, spinning doors at Portillo's in a TikTok earlier today. Oh, I don't know who that was. Yeah, I know. I, I looked at it. I'm like, who's this moron with a fucking title in this face? Walking through Portillo's three times. I bet whoever that was got a lot of lot of good compliments about his belt, and they thought it was cool. I bet whoever it was gonna get the shit kicked out of him December second. Don't Wait, worry, we'll get to that. We're gonna get to up. that. It's like three matches away. Speaking of getting the shit kicked out of you. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That brings a good. That's a good. That's a good <laughs> Speaking of be, getting the shit beat out of you, we have a singles match for the Outer Limits Championship with Hartenbauer. Versus the wild child Connor Hopkins. Don't get there in that one. Getting some more Hardenbauer. I like that. I mean, the man is a powerhouse. Yeah, absolutely. This is only the second time in Rocket Pro. Yes. Yes. Thanks. Speaking of Rocket Pro, Rocket Pro Wrestling also has a miracle on 34th Street fight with the Wicked Side Brooke Sperna versus Old Evil Christian Rose. I'm kind of upset about this match because you guys, again, you were there last month. It was advertised to us as the paying fans. They said it was going to be, I forgot to pay the ComEd bill match. And now it's this miracle on 34th Street fight. And I'm like, yeah, what the fuck? Don't send the bill to ComEd, all right? They get enough money and bribes up in Cook County, all right? I mean, lights could be out on 34th Street. Uh, I just wonder. I, I just said, when did they make this decision? Because I just listened to an LIM podcast. They called it a lights out match. That was recorded prior to the match change. I came out on Friday, man. So I'm I added to... a little. I added a disclaimer. God, if only you fucking release your shit the night of, like some people do. I have a lot of editing that needs to be done. He should fucking edit out Gabagool and his fucking angle that he fucking took. Well, speaking I of... I get it. I'm, guess, I'm okay. guessing he fucking recorded from a laptop and it's just happened at this point. Well, you mean Smiley. What'd I say? Me. That's same people. Uh, You're both no. married, right? You're both I, fucking married? I procreated. He has not. Ah, that's I right. got the power of the blue chew. Yeah, and you have a penis. So... Thank you. Thanks, <laughs> So it was a lights out match originally, but now it's a miracle on 34th Street Fight. Does Jim listen to the show? He does. Does he got? Hopefully he gets to that part where I said he has no penis. So. And if he doesn't, he won't be able to because he's not going to be able to fuck himself. Yeah, right. He's got, he's got to borrow his fucking uh, wife's rod and just fucking go to town on himself. Kind of like Kyle's mom does. Oh, there we go. There we go in that that fourth mother hole. (laughs) I heard it's great there this time of year. All right. (laughs) Just the humidity, really. That's what really uh, gets me. It's in that 79% range, you know. It's great for the skin. Mm hmm. 
Well, we were talking about the Miracle on 34th Street fight, which is not a lights out match. But speaking about a lights out match, we have a competitor who yeah, knocked out a light. Hold on, hold on. What what is a Miracle on 34th? It's, it's just a street fight, but it's a Christmas themed thing. It is, yeah, pretty much. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. But we but we had a guy that kicked out a light. It's because Shaq Jordan's going to be wrestling Sexy Violence Quinn Wittick and the Dream Breaker Aaron Stone triple threat for the RPW Championship. I am not happy about this match whatsoever. I voted. I voted no on a triple threat. Just, fucking Shaq Jordan has the opportunity last month. Doesn't need to have another one. Quinn needs his rematch for the title. He's entitled to it. And the fact that it's a triple threat match, I think it's kind of unfair to the dude. But he yeah. did have a rematch. He didn't have a rematch. Not after he lost the title. Not right after. No, he did. No, no not did. right. After, but he lost. He, he lost. That Stone they, had his rematch in that ladder match, but Quinn never had his rematch. Am I wrong? No. I mean, there's only been like three fucking they RP fought, Rocket Pro shows. They fought in that yeah. ladder match. They, they had so, the ladder match at the beginning of the year. Yeah, but the and ladder match was Shaq. Stone's rematch. Well, that was for the Quinn. title. I thought. That was rematch. Yeah, because Ryan Matthew, well, Quinn uh, had the title script in May oh. due to injury. Okay, right. so hold on. so Stone was champion when the ladder match happened. Right. Quinn had the title because he never lost it. Correct. Mm. So technically the rematch didn't happen. Yeah, I guess technically that would be his rematch, but still I mean I I think I think singles final would have been better off for this. It's gonna be a great match. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna you know, I'm not saying it won't be. I just I don't know. It's a, yeah, it's I, too much. If we're going to go, okay, I guess I'll talk about it. If you're, it, it'd be one thing if it was just a rematch or just a one-on-one, that that would have been great because yeah. they need to settle the score. But adding Shaq Jordan just makes it that much more competitive. But it just doesn't and make sense to me. It, it makes it, but Shaq Jordan didn't lose, like, you know, in a shady way. He didn't get screwed out of his opportunity. He lost cleanly to Stone. So the only reason he's getting another shot at the title is because a bunch of Rocket Pro fans voted yes on a triple threat. I get it. It's going to be a great match, and why not do it? But it's just like there's, there's no reason for him to be in the match because he wasn't screwed out of an opportunity. He just fucking lost. So clearly he wasn't ready to be champion, so you're just going to do it again next month? No. I say just. Saint is just doing, uh, giving the fans a Christmas present, if you will. Yeah. Now, who should be in that match? Who got screwed last month? Fucking Schultz. 100%. Fuck Schultz. He got screwed out of the opportunity to win that fucking briefcase. He should be in this, uh, this match. Well, I've if heard Ma- I- if, if Maxim, yeah. if Maximus Orion didn't fucking input himself into the fucking match, and, you know, knock Schultz off of that ladder, he would have that briefcase and opportunity as a future title match. But because he got screwed out of it, because Max Miss is a petty little bitch, now he's fucking out of a title opportunity, and you could award him to it, maybe making a fatal four-way. Well, so Schultz should, book that shit. stayed out of Maximus's business. Yeah. So I, I... Apples and oranges. Yeah. Both fruits, just different kinds. <laughs> I should mention we also have two segments on this show. We have Shelly giving the Rocket Pro State of the Union with Damien Saint. Sorry, Saint of the Union. 
It is the saint of the union. That's right. He corrected mm-hmm. Timmy Too Sweet and that Yeah, I should promo. have to fucking do this for you here, bud. And, uh, and also Gunnar Bray will be addressing his win in the Rocket to the Top ladder match. Solid. Um, and then speaking of matches, did you guys know that I'm in a match on this oh, show? Oh, yeah. Tell us about it. Yeah. Because it will be the fabulous idols, Joey Roth, Kevin Cade, and Damian Gray with rock star Johnny Nye, C-Red, and yours truly being billed as PX. Are you? You're not going to go in as Pac-Man that everyone knows you as? I am not, no. Honestly, why not? More people know you as Pac-Man than fucking PX. It's like a, it's like a mix. It's getting up there with Pax. Pax has sort of okay. started to take over. Come on now. Fuck, I listen to the LIM. Fucking, or the LIP, whatever the fuck you call yourself. You call, you're called Pac-Man more than you do PX. It's true. You, it, I, I, I caught it like a virus. Okay. Yeah. Fuck, but even nobody, Joey... nobody calls you Pax, okay? That's never gonna stick. The only thing we got Pax of is Blue Chew, okay? That's right. I think Joey Roth is the only one that calls you Pax, so. Yeah, Joey Roth. Well, C-Red's called me that a couple times on Power Hour. Maybe it's a veteran thing. Maybe the old Damian, people call you Pax. Yeah, Damien Saint announced the match as me being Pax. It is sort of something that has caught on, and I've, I've accepted that. I don't mind it. I mean, it's kind of like a combination. It's like in between Pac-Man and PX, so I, I actually yeah. do like that. Yeah, it's nice when, you know, you get the ability to have a real cool fucking nickname and also being able to call it PX once in a while. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, cool. Let's talk about your uh, your match. We got I'm gonna, okay, we got about ten minutes uh, before I got to do my SCW announcement and shit. Um, you lied. I did for a month about how you're taking this seriously, but you're not. I kind of want to touch base on that for a bit. Uh, I want to hear your perspective. Yeah, that's no problem. So, and 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 here's and here's the thing. And uh, fucking. Tony could yes, fucking sir. talk about this, or well, I want, well, I want, I want, to, I want to be real about this. Let's just, you know, put the bullshit aside for a second because I really want to talk about this. And I, I heard your guys's lovely Intoxicated podcast. I, I guess the last two shows before this one. So, so you really didn't talk about your sh- match on. The uh, uh, Christmas Havoc uh, episode. We talked about it on the summit thing you guys did, which was fantastic. I recommend you guys going to Love and Toscan Man on YouTube, watch their videos. Uh, you put out some videos about you preparing for the show and everything, and you guys talked a little bit about, I want to say maybe the show following Harvest Havoc, where I think everyone got a little bit more real. I think Tony actually referenced himself as Justin on that. Yes. So. You talk about how you're taking this very fucking serious and how over the course of the last month people have gotten a different fucking PX to the point where you even reference yourself as Pat or Patrick or whatever the fucking real name is. Who cares? And yet, and yet, you still put out goofy-ass fucking videos. You still put out goofy-ass fucking vlogs. You giggle. You're happy-go-lucky. You're still enjoying life, which is fine. You're still going on to podcasts and poking fun at, you know, the idols. You come on here and still refer to yourself as a podcast papa and all that. 
there's not one ounce of seriousness out of you when it comes to this match. The only time there's ever a moment where you say you're taking this shit seriously is when you're saying you're taking this shit seriously, and then you go and watch a video of what Damian Gray did to Maximus Orion, and then you go, what the fuck, at the end of it, but cut yourself off as fuck, making it comic. Oh, I didn't put that video together. That wasn't me. You are not taking this seriously, and that's a fucking problem. And I, I, I got, I got no love for Joey Roth. I respect him for what he's done in his business. I know he says a lot of shit about our show, especially the fact that we cuss way too much and that uh, that we're idiots and all this other shit, whatever. But I have to agree with what Tony and Double J said a couple episodes ago when they said that you are going into something that you're not preparing yourself for. You joke about, you know, the rice and the chicken and the working out and all this shit. And if you're doing it, that's fucking great. I am. Yes. But you're not taking this shit seriously. You're, 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 you're making everything as content for fucking LIM, which is great because as a, as who you are, we're all based here making social media content for our shit. JFW, LIM, whatever this freaking show, the power. Content is what builds our brand and builds who we are. And it seems like you're more focused on doing that than actually preparing for this match that's coming in. To the point where the people on your side in the LIM on this past episode talked about how they're all hoping you win when you guys are doing predictions. You're like, I I hope it works out. But they're also hoping on the fact that people are going to come save your ass. So they have no faith, and Gabagoo, you can correct me if I'm wrong, they have no faith in the fact that if you have no help, you're going to make it through this. Am I right or wrong? I, I mean, you're right, if I could give an explanation. Yeah, the, you the cards, now, are, the cards are stacked against him. Even if, you know, even if he was a trained professional wrestler mm-hmm. and this was his first match, he still might shit the bed, right? You yeah. guys have been in the ring. Yeah. He's not a trained professional wrestler, and this is his first match. So hope is all we got at this point. Yeah, and nobody, nobody's going to learn this business, and nobody's going to learn enough to survive a wrestling match within a month. It's just not doable. It absolutely is not. But the problem is, is you sit there and keep talking about how you're taking this seriously, and there's a different Pac-Man. Dude, there's not. You're so focused on just you know, being bubbly and funny and happy-go-lucky Pac-Man and going to fucking, you know, SmackDown and Survivor Series and making videos and all this other goofy shit with, you know, these these other nobody fucking fan groups and just putting out content, just which is, as a, as a content creator, fucking fantastic. But you can't sit there and say you're taking this shit seriously when you have yet to prove at any point that you are taking this shit seriously. Can I offer a rebuttal? Do you can absolutely, hundred percent. We got time. So, when, Pac-Man, when you're done, I want to just give my two cents if that's possible. Yeah, I, I, I want to hear nobody. I want to hear all your guys' side. I just want you to know, and I, I, I don't have to go any further than this. I just want to let you know that you show no effort in taking this seriously, and that people like Joey Ross saying that makes sense when you go and li- watch over the last month. It just doesn't look like you're taking it seriously, and you're just still just doing. You're L.I.M. happy-go-lucky shit. That's all I'm saying. That's the last thing I'm going to say of it. 
So I do want to hear all your guys' responses. So, um, I mean, I will say, like, I am legit dieting, you know, because I need to have that energy to try to survive. Mm-hmm. You know, I am going to the gym. I was at the gym last night. I'll probably go to the gym after this. I'll, pr- I'll have Monday Night Raw on my phone as I'm working out. I, you know, I am doing all of that stuff. I mean, I, d- I had some training stuff that Danny wanted me to do on Thanksgiving. He wanted it recorded. He asked for that. He wanted me to be able to show people that I am taking it seriously, and he felt that it should be posted. So that's, you know, documented. And it may, I didn't understand his thinking at first, but it made perfect sense to me. Still does. You know, obviously, I, I think I, that that uh, lockup that we did, probably not very smooth, but I'm trying. I'm yeah, learning. Was, that that lockup was all wrong. I I, I, I gave it an effort. I gave it an effort. You did. I almost messed with uh, Nubby. I'm like, did you see this shit? But... But you don't know. That's that's the problem, man. You just don't know. Sorry. I know I said I was done talking. Go ahead. I mean, he made me chase the dog around the yard to show, the, you know, that I'm trying to get a little quicker on my feet because I don't know what's coming. I got to be able to have a little bit of agility to do all of that. And as far as, you know, having the, you know, the bubbly personality and all of that, that's how I cope. That's how I'm getting through this. Because don't get me wrong. Like, and and I'll be real here. You know, that's a mask. Because I don't need people seeing the way that I actually feel right now. I am depressed. I'm not going to lie. You know, I know I'm in a very, and I'm anxious. I'm in a very tough position and I think watching that footage yesterday really made me start to realize a little more what the hell exactly I'm getting myself into it was eye-opening but as far as you know that bubbly personality you know that's how I get through tough times if I can make somebody laugh then that makes me feel a little better at the end of the day it makes me feel like I'm I'm less alone with all of the thoughts that are are going through my mind. I've done that my entire life. This is just that's who I am. I always like making people laugh and it does. It does make me feel better. It does make me forget about stuff that's going on. And yeah, I did go to SmackDown. I did go to Survivor Series. I had those tickets. I had this the Survivor Series tickets well before I went to before the match was made and all this stuff was going on. I've had the tickets for a while. But I went to SmackDown because I it was the day after Thanksgiving. Everybody's working. It's just me. And then I found myself alone with my thoughts. And thing is, if I'm alone with my thoughts, because I think we can all relate to that, that is not, that can sometimes be one of the worst feelings in the world. 
Mm-hmm. And I had the opportunity to go to SmackDown for $7. There were nosebleeds, but it was a good way for me to get away from things so I can come back and get my focus back for Saturday because, you know, just like I'm relying on C-Red and Johnny Nye, they're relying on me. And I've said repeatedly, one of these things between the us six men one of these things is not like the other, and that's me. I have no experience. I've never taken a chair shot. I've never, I've never been thrown on the ground in a wrestling ring. I've never been thrown out of a wrestling ring. You know, I've never been hit with a baseball bat. I've been hit before. That's not a fun feeling. But the thing is now it's, it's no disqualification. And, you know, I can sit with these thoughts. I can doubt myself. I can get anxious. But that's not going to help C-Red and Johnny. That's not going to help the fans who are counting on me this Saturday to stand up for them to make sure that what happened to me, what's been happening to me over the past few months, doesn't happen to anybody else. So I am taking this as seriously as I can. I have a very unorthodox way of showing it. But on Saturday, I'm just going to have to give it the best I got. We've come too far for me to back down now, and I'm not going to back down. This is just what's going to have to happen. And I don't like the situation as I've really sat in with it. And But this is what it is. I'm nervous as hell. I don't know if I'm going to come out of that. It scares me. But it's like life. We just have to do it, and we just have to keep going. Been through a lot of tough situations. I talked about, you know, stuff that happened to me in college. I talked about Danny shoving me up against the wall, telling me that I need to get my shit together. In my mind. I'm the one telling me to get my shit together. Because if I don't get my shit together, I could get hurt. Other fans could get hurt. Because if I lose, if I go down, the idols are going to keep doing that because it's clear that the general manager isn't going to do anything about it other than put the fans that are in question into a match. So at the end of the day, I don't know exactly what's going to happen on Saturday. I'm scared as shit. But I'll be damned if if I back away. Go ahead, Gabigol. Okay, sorry. I had to close the door with my kids. Yeah, sometimes you got to close the door to open a window. All right, so. See, see comedy. Comedy. Let's be funny here. I was just very, very vulnerable, so it's just, that's, again, that's me just trying yeah. to... Get no, no, dude, no, I get it, man. You're in a tough situation, but let's get humor out there for the fucking fans, because that's what matters. Solid. So, I, I can attest to Pac-Man's demeanor. I've known the guy for over 20 years. I get it. He wants to always make sure that the people around him uh, are are feeling good. 
And in times of stress or times of, uh, you know, uh, times of unknown, which is what we're in right now. He's in a he's in a wrestling match. All right, let's look at that. This guy's untrained. He's in a wrestling match. Six man, no DQ. Okay, he wants to make sure that the others around him are are feeling well, and I appreciate that. When my mother had surgery a few years ago, he was the first guy on my phone, man. And I'm I'm trying not to get choked up right now, but he means a lot to me. And uh, the other points I want to make, and this is a big point, is you guys have given Pac Man an opportunity to come on this show and showcase his passion for professional wrestling. And you both have had his back. I listened a couple weeks ago, and Travis, you gave him so much advice. I was, like, so tempted. I didn't want to bug you, but I was about to reach out to you while I'm listening to you giving him advice. Like, this is your match, man. This is your time to shine. Even though you're untrained, you know, just be grateful for this opportunity and do what you need to do. And knowing the guy for 20 years, I know what he's he's doing what he needs to do. And his greatest weapon in his arsenal is his passion for wrestling. I've never met anybody else who loves wrestling so much. This guy was at SmackDown on Friday. He was at Survivor Series on Saturday. And he will be in a match uh, coming up on this, this Saturday. So it's like this guy lives and breathes professional wrestling. The opportunity you guys have given one of my best friends in my whole life, I will be indebted to you guys no matter what kind of beef JFW had with LIM or vice versa. I appreciate the hell out of you two guys and always having this guy's back. So that's my two cents. We're living on hope and a prayer at this point. Pac-Man, don't be afraid to kick the guy in the nuts, okay? I'll punch him right in the groin. Human. Cool. Navi. What do you got to say for your buddy? Your LIM brethren, your uh, the guy who's stepping into a ring that you're fired from. Am I I wrong in thinking that he's finding too much humor and comedy in this? Thought about this whole thing. Thought about just shutting the computer off. Same bucket. Don't care. You know. But. Now I got to do this. Just real quick, do you do fucking do, <laughs> do you not care because it's Rocket Pro? Do you not care because it's Pac Man stepping in a ring? Because for me, okay, for say it's because it's Rocket Pro, no. Because it's Pac Man, no. It's because Damien Saint is written all over this bullshit. Mm-hmm. Now we're on audio. So the people cannot yeah. see me. I just pulled a Steve and took my glasses. I listen to the summit. Watch the summit. If you will. Because it's on YouTube. I can watch it. Yeah. I think the idols are full of shit. Yeah. Pac-Man, you stepped in some shit. I think you, it was unintentional. Granted, you... They go to other places where they were. You started some shit, right? But they're still being the most unprofessional pieces of shit I've ever met in my life. Because in life or in wrestling, 
if you have a personal issue with somebody outside wrestling and they're going to be on the same show with you, you're supposed to be as professional as possible. So you started some shit outside the show. What did they do? They didn't do shit to you out in the open. You know what they did? They took you out from the other side of the guardrail. That is why they're wrong. They are unprofessional for that. Joey Roth can sit here and say, oh, 20 years doing this, I know what I'm doing. Well, in 20 years, you ain't learned a fucking thing. Because what you did was the most unprofessional thing any wrestler can do. You brought a personal issue. Apparently, it was personal to you guys from outside, and you brought them in the ring yourself. Now, Damien Saint, he's the one that put you in the match. Now I get it, and I've said it. You could have said no. I wish you had. But it's all about pride. I get it. I probably would have done the same thing. Because I know how I am. I know how I used to be. I was just like you. I had my own shirt. I talked a lot of shit. Only difference is back. Well, no, actually, it's the same shit in a way. People saw me outside, didn't do a damn thing. Wrestlers didn't pull me into the ring, though. They just jaw jacked. So they, they were a little bit more professional. But Damien Saint made you do this. He's the one putting you in harm's way against the idols. You get the team with C-Red. That is probably one of the greatest things in the world. I got the team with him. I got to wrestle him. I never got to be managed by him, but that is what it is. I support you. And I am rooting for you. But again, I will not be there. Because I cannot sit here and watch you be put in the situation where you may not end up on the right side. You may end up in the hospital that night because you do lack the wrestling ability. Now, DQ, yeah, you might have a little bit of a advantage, if you will, but you're still in there with professionals that will take you out. But I cannot be there to watch it. And I will not pay 15 to $20 and put it in Damien Saint's pocket after what he did to me. So with all that said, I'm going to just say good luck. Be safe. And cowabunga. Appreciate that. And appreciate what I said. What the fuck is Boy, that? I, I, rebut- I rebuttaled it. I, I think I, I think I hit every appreciate? point. Well, I appreciate yeah, your everything... I I appreciate your honesty. I always do. I think, you, I think you need to truly appreciate Travis because a couple weeks ago, like I said, 
he had your back. He said, it's your moment. Let let it shine. Don't care about what other people are saying. This is your spot. Now, you go on that other show that you're on on Tuesday nights. Where was that guy a couple weeks ago when the idol showed up, right? He didn't have your back. He let them talk all over you and walk all over you. This guy right here, this is your friend. This is your brother, dude. He's got your back. I don't care about our war with JFW. This man is real, as real as it gets, okay? I mean, I will say this with with respect to Travis, like, and this is like, shoot. Travis is the one person, I know he's my friend, because if I ask him for advice, he doesn't sugarcoat it. He always tells me how he sees it, and I always let's appreciate ease up, let's that. Ease, let's ease up on throwing that friend word around here. Come on now. Hey, there, let's be honest. You've the you've had me on you've had me on you've had me on for this long. Fuck yeah, dude! I was the first person that fucking got you on the podcast, and other than you being a guest somewhere, right? Because I, I mean, see the I, cause the thing, man. I see the potential in you and what you're capable of doing. That's why I understand the whole content you put out there over the past month. And I get that comedy is a defense mechanism that you do and all that shit. I, I understand it. People have their defense mechanisms. That they, I understand that shit. <clears throat> but when you sit there and you tell somebody that you're taking something seriously, but they don't see it happening, it worries them. That's why, like, a few weeks ago, whenever the hell that one video came, I can't remember which episode it was, but I know it was the one that was maybe three episodes prior. Everyone was so nervous and freaked out about this happening to you because they're all worried about something happening to you, which is which is a fucking possibility. I understand that, man. And I, again, I don't want anything to fucking happen to you. You, you signed a contract. You didn't have to, but you did. And I get that you had this belief that you to for some godforsaken reason, whatever that, whatever you believe, that's fine. Good for you for standing up for what you believe in. Good for you for standing up for yourself. Maybe this is a way to, you know, make up for not standing up for yourself 10 years ago, whatever the fuck it is. I don't like, the the only thing I hate out of all this, to be honest with you, the only thing I hate is other people having the idea that they could do what you're fucking doing. Because <laughs> I, I, I see it more times now than fucking ever. Of fans believing they can call people out and get in that ring and get their own fucking matches. And no, I'm not talking just about Santino. It happens everywhere and everyone's fucking doing it. it it's not. This this is a once in a lifetime thing. This is a, a, a once in a, a rocket pro galaxy, whatever you fucking want to call it. This, is for, this isn't something that should be happening, but it is happening. And if you're training and if you're eating right and if you're getting ready, hey, good for you, man. But I keep missing the mindset part of it because you're too busy out there chasing dogs around backyards and locking up with your brother on decks and <clears throat> going on a Stairmaster and doing pull-downs and walking out of a gym without a fucking sweat on you. I don't blame it on sitting on the hydro fucking chair. Don't sit there and tell me that you're taking it seriously as you go watch some match footage and be like, what the fuck? And, I, I get that the LIM is all about finding the best, the best in in any situation. I understand that shit, <clears throat> but unless you're mentally ready for it, that's going to be your fucking downfall. And the fact that the idea is that Double J and all them over on the podcast, Gabagool included, have this belief and hope that people are going to be there to back you when needed, 
It's been proven over the course of the last few months that outside of Johnny Nye and C Red, nobody is coming to fucking help you. Because if that was the case, when you're getting your ass dragged out by Joey Roth, you would have seen Maximus O'Ryan, you would have seen Nuke, you would have seen Steve, you would have seen Shelly, you would have seen any fucking else. And yeah, I held Turtle back. He would have came and fucking helped you. We saw it. It was in your vlog. It's, it's, it's everywhere. It's documented. I held Nubby back because Nubby doesn't need to put himself in a situation that's going to get him in further trouble. But all of these signed wrestlers and all these executives at Rocket Pro Wrestling, <clears throat> not one person is coming to fucking help you except for C-Red, who's only supposed to be there as a guest commentator, and Johnny Nye, who is a professional wrestler. But all these other fucking people that you're, that Double J is hoping to show up on December 2nd to have your back in case the Undeniables show up or the rest of the idols get involved and <clears throat> all that shit. It's a sad realization that that's what it's going to have to be. It's a pray and a hope that somebody's going to come to your aid when needed. And C-Red's idea of, oh, I got a Rolodex, I can make a phone call. What, what the fuck? Then what? The, what's the point of you being in the match if they need somebody else to come fucking do it? This, this is the stuff that I don't understand. And I'm hoping Steve gets to this part of the show and he listens to this and he can <clears throat> spin this in some bullshit way to tell C Red that what I said, so C Red can say I don't know what I'm fucking talking about. I just, I, I, I'm just curious on how the fact is. C Red was the one that walked out that door one day as you sat there on the curb and said. We have some asses to kick. And you agreed to it. And now that's, that, that, that idea is becoming a reality. And now there's these Rolodex of the people that need to fucking show up. I, I'm sorry to say it. I'll be honest with you. Nobody has faith in you, Pac-Man. I'm, I don't want to be a dick about it. But everyone who says, I hope you win, is hoping somebody comes to help you. And you can make a comedic defense mechanism out of it all you want. But you need to watch yourself out there. Protect yourself at all fucking costs. And realize that this, <clears throat> this isn't, this isn't a game. This is, I mean, come on now. This is your fucking high school bully stepping in the ring with you. And his ringleader. And their buddy Kate. Like these guys are going there to make a point. And we've seen the social media posts about other wrestlers thinking it's stupid you're getting into the ring. We've all saw it on Facebook, right? I'm not the only person. They're going to make the same exact fucking point, that you don't deserve to be in that fucking ring. And unless you get that mindset into your head that while you're in there, you are a wrestler, because everyone else keeps saying you're a fucking fan. You're a fucking fan. That Pac-Man's a fan. You need to realize that the moment you walk through those fucking, uh, those, those fucking curtains and onto that fucking ring and your name, PX, goes across the fucking Titantron and that nameplate pops up on those YouTube channels and it says fucking PX, leader of the LIM. And you have whoever out there with you, you know, going to the ring with you, whether it be your fucking brother or Gabagoo, whoever, whoever they're allowing you to walk to the ring with, even if they're letting you have people walk to the ring. I don't know. I don't know what their fucking plan is. You need to get into the mindset, hey, fuck, even now, that if you're getting into this fucking match, you're getting into this ring, you're not a fucking fan. Regardless of your training, you're a professional fucking wrestler. Have that mindset going into this match, because if you don't, you're going to let yourself down, you're going to let C-Red down, you're going to let Johnny Nye down, you're going to let everyone fucking down. 
because you have an opportunity to turn this from, oh, this is a cool one-off thing I get to do to, this is my fucking moment. I don't want to be a dick to you, and I don't know if half this shit sounds, you know, sounds good to you, sounds bad to you, or whatever. I don't want you walking into that ring with the mindset of, oh, I'm just a fucking fan. Because the thing is, <clears throat> I don't know if you realize this, I don't know if the idols have realized it, but you're literally walking into this match with nothing to fucking lose. I hope you realize that. The idols have everything to fucking lose. If they beat you, big deal. They just beat a guy who has no fucking training. But if they fucking lose to you, how are they ever going to live that down? So you're already going in with an upper hand. You have nothing to fucking lose. But they do. So all you got to do is get in there. Do what you know how to do. Quit joking about fucking uh, uh, those fucking uh, shooting star presses and shit. You're not doing Canadian Destroyers. No, You're not doing yeah. any of that shit. You're and not that's catching more, fucking that's water. More, that's more Danny. Yes, yeah, you're Danny's not doing. Thing. Yeah, you're not catching water bottles out of the fucking ceiling. You need to get in there, get some ground and pound bullshit down, beat the shit out whoever you get your fucking hands on, and pray to God at the end of the fucking day you either walk out with a victory or you just walk out. Period. Because this idea of you being a fan right now is fucking over. And I don't care who the fuck, you know, disagrees with me, who the fuck wants to argue about it on Facebook. You're a professional wrestler now, bro. Even if, even if it's one fucking match. When you're in that fucking locker room getting ready for your match, be a professional fucking wrestler. Be the person that deserves to be back there. Because if you don't have that mindset now, don't even show up fucking December 2nd. Can I say one thing real quick and I'll make it yeah. very brief? Yeah, go for it, man. Okay, Pac-Man, staircase of the immortals. If that doesn't get you in the mindset, I don't know what will, because you were the hero that day for all of us. Bring yourself back to the staircase of the immortals and you will be in the mindset. That's all I got to say. Pac-Man, I would be there December 2nd. I'll be sitting in front row with the LIM and your dad, mainly because, you know, I'm the son he always wanted. Um, <laughs> and uh, we will see you either step up or step aside. And I pray you do step up. And I, I want to be proven wrong. I want you to prove everybody wrong. I want you to prove to everyone that you don't need anyone else out there to win this match. But at the same time, if more people show up on the opposite side, I pray you have fucking help. I just haven't seen it yet at Rocket Pro Wrestling. I haven't been to every show this year, so correct me if I'm wrong. But other than Johnny and I, C-Red, and maybe Shelly getting up on the ring, nobody has come to help you. And that's fucked up. So. Um... When's uh when's when's SCW December sixteenth? Is that right? Oh, we have one more match. Oh yeah, go ahead. Yeah, God damn! <laughs> I thought we were all done. Speaking oh, of more God. matches, we have the last match, the main event match for God, the first three hours tag team yeah. championships, the Dark Carnival of the Barker, Cody James, and Cipher going up against the final level of Shogun Chris Logan in All Day Marche Rocket. So, again, that is Rocket Pro Wrestling Christmas Chaos. 
It will take place this Saturday, December 2nd, at St. Joe's Park in Joliet, Illinois, 700 Theodore Street. Doors open at 4. Bell time is at 5. The general admission is $15. And the front row is $20. And guess what? The beers are only $3. Hey! But I can't because, you know. Oh, my God, dude, if you vomit up beer on Damian Gray, I'd fucking pay for two seats. Honestly, that's a good strategy. Yeah, right, you're vomit out of – it worked for Kevin James, and uh, here comes the boom. So, I mean, so it he worked. ate warm applesauce, so. Oh, what was it? Uh, the, it was a guy in, in – uh, Darren Drozdoff. Oh, and uh, Equalizer? Yeah. No, Draz from uh, WWF. Yeah, I know. I was making a reference to your last show where you thought it was uh, Jason Statham and Equalizer. Hey, that is one of those big life confusions that I had that was thankfully resolved by my No, I, I get it. I mean, they both look the same. Uh, Southland Championship Wrestling is December 16th, right, Nubby? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, for those of you who aren't followers of Steamhouse Brewing on Facebook or haven't heard the news, um... Seamount Brewing is closing at the end of the year. Their final day open is December 31st of this year. They're uh, closing the doors and uh, uh, they're done, which means that this SCW is going to be the last SCW at Steam Hollow. Um, it was awesome because I wanted to go back and wanted to look at a lot of things because I do kind of want to say something at the show. I just don't know if I'm going to get the opportunity to. Uh, so I'm just going to do it here now. And if I get to do it on the show, you know, so be it. But I want to take the opportunity now because this is my platform. I can do what I want. Uh, our first show there was in June of two, uh, 2021. And I didn't think it was, you know, over two and a half years ago. I thought it was, you know, last year. Um, we were able to put on a lot more shows than anticipated there over the course of the past two and a half years, and I'm grateful for them giving SCW the opportunity to come into Mantino, because I don't remember the last time Mantino, Mantino had a wrestling show, unless it was the one that diverse attack, so I'm guessing it's been a minute. Um, I want to thank, uh, Steamhouse Brewing for giving SCW again the opportunity to be in Mantino, and obviously, you know, I want to try to find a way to keep wrestling in Mantino. Uh, I know there's other venues that I want to look at uh, helping with booking SCW and everything. I want to take a responsibility on trying to figure that out. And I've come across a few a few places that it's got to really note on the logistics of it. But if you guys haven't been to a Steam Hollow SCW show yet, or you haven't been to one in a while, but have visited, you know, been to one before, you need to be at this one. Because, like I said, it's the last one that's ever happening, and I want it to go out with a bang. I want us to have a lot of fun, and plus, they want those fucking kegs emptied before they shut the doors. So, uh, I want to take a minute and thank Steam Hall Brewing uh, for everything. Thank you for being great uh, vendors and a place for us to have the shows. Um, and it's unfortunate that it has to end, but uh, at the same time, I understand why they're closing up, and you know that's you know good for them. Uh, but yeah, I just want to make you know, December 16th is the SCW's final show of Steam Hall Brewing, and I uh, just encourage anyone who can make it out to make it out. So, uh, what we got next week? Um, assuming uh, Pac Man is going to be alive, um, he'll talk about his experience in the match 
as we have the Rocket Pro results. I'm sure we might have POW results. Other than that, we'll have Dreamwave match, Dreamwave match cards. Oh, is that, is that, uh, next weekend? Yeah, they're double shot. Damn. And I think, is that, that's December 9th, right? The, the 8th and 9th. Yeah, so we got, uh, NXT deadline we gotta do predictions on too, so. Well, do I even bother? Uh, I mean, yeah, you do it for, uh, you know, you do it for fun. Shits and giggles? Yeah, for shiggles. Do it for the shiggles, bro. Shiggle monsters? Shiggles monsters. <laughs> hey, uh, are you bringing the petition for Nubby to this show so we can see if we can try to get more signatures? Well, you know, the last one, the last one. Now, I know this is only going to be audio, but if uh, we got a little ASMR going, we scratching going. I got the petition, Damien. I picked up all the pieces. My cat's even telling me. I got all the pieces. And guess what? If I got to bring another petition, I will. Oh, speaking of petition, all right. So those assholes at Fourth Mother Box decided to start their own to keep me fired. And Damien Saint actually recognized it in a post or something, thread, and saw that three people are against me being rehired. And he said, oh, he heard the fans. So I'm glad I'm glad you, you're going to listen to three idiots that don't know shit about anything. Just saying. Good job, Damien Saint. Oh, and by the way, that petition only has six signatures compared to the one on in uh, Gabagool's hands, which is 49, could have been 50, but, you know, Jack that's over here decided to let Damien Saint rip it up. And then there's one on the LIM page. Like, who's, the, who's the jackass? Well, you didn't stop it. I mean... I'm you sorry, this, I'm petty. I'm not going to... You, I'm not you gonna got those I'm big, sorry, burly hands. You could have ripped the petition out of his hands and said, hey, I'm standing up... And the petition would have been ripped, you see? And the petition would have been ripped. Here's the thing. Now this would have fucking happened if people weren't spewing out bullshit about a, about a fucking uh, issue between me and L.A.M. were a tie. Well, so who's, who's a fucking blade? Hey, it wasn't me. I know it wasn't you. It's fucking Pac-Man's fault. Or whoever else said it was a fucking tie. So blame them. Don't call me a jackass. A I monster. didn't. You know, I just said you got big burly hands. Yeah. They're strong. You could be a good watch model if you ever wanted to go down that avenue. I'm not paying you. He's up. This is pro bono, okay? Yeah. yeah like the guy from Blue Chew. I'm pro YouTube, pro Blue Chew. How you doing? Oh, fucking A. Yeah, bring, bring the uh, bring the petition. What the hell, why not? Um, also, uh, I, I believe I was involved. You never voted on uh, if I was going to be part of LIF. We need to do that. I thought you were going to do that on your last show. We're going to do that on Saturday because everybody's going to be together. Google, you want me part of LIM? Hell yeah. We got room for you. Yeah. You got two votes. We just need yeah. the rest of them. Nubby, can I be part of LIM? I got to think about it. That's right. It's got to be unanimous, not majority. Keep that in mind. So if you don't get Nubby's vote, it is what it is. Uh, Tony, Gabagool, thank you for coming on here. Uh, is this your first time being on here, right? This was. This, this is your first time on here, right? Of mine. Yeah. I've been dreaming about it for years, and I can't believe I'm awake right now because I'm living the dream. 
So I ten years. Well, even. Huh? Yeah, yeah, ten years since fucking uh, uh, Abdul the Butcher. Yeah. <laughs> fucking people. Uh, Power Hour. Who's the guest this week? Cody James. Done. Power Hour's Tuesday nights. You can check it on YouTube and Facebook later into Tuesday evenings, or you can check it uh, check it out on Wednesday. Uh, LIM probably doesn't have another episode for what three weeks. Where the hell you guys do it? Uh, it'll we'll have. I think we're gonna have at least at most two next month because I think we're gonna do a best of 2023. Details are still being worked out, and then we'll do the resolution uh, preview. So LIM podcast might come back this year. Who fucking knows? It'll be it'll be back. It'll be We're back. Trying. We got budget yeah. cuts. Yeah, yeah. Thank, thank God. Thank God you guys planned out your own fucking podcast. God damn it. We got other things to worry about. Okay. Get banned. Okay. See red we'll figure it out. We'll... Oh. Who's talking? Pick one. One of you bald fucks say something. So I'm surprised. I'll be surprised if you're not banned again because of C red with all the fucks he said. So, uh, Gabagool, um, they met our friends over at the PCC and, um, made them an offer they couldn't refuse, let's say. Oh, like a true Italian. Like Agent S. I mean, you and him got really chummy from what you were telling me. I offered him about, oh, shit. uh, I said, uh, I got something for you in this briefcase. It's about tree fitty. And he said, say no more. Agent W was a little harder to convince. About tree fitting. I got uh, I got two questions for you, and then we're gonna wrap this up. Does anyone else have anything they have to talk about, or are we good? Uh, we've already talked about my match. Just go and see it, and hope that I don't yeah. die. Okay. It looks like there was a match. Have you got anything? To Rocket Pro. Oh yeah. Just now, I don't know if that. Unless you said it, but it looks a stipulation was added. A Shelley's Choice match. And Maximus O'Ryan against Ryan Matthews. Hmm. Oh. Oh. oh, thank God. Her son gets a fucking match. Perfect. Uh, is there anything of like value that we have to talk about, or do you want to talk about Maximus O'Ryan? Shelley chooses the type of match they will face off in. Interesting. Yeah. Fortnite match. Santino thinks it'll be a cage match. Yeah, because he's killing the mole and not revealing your fucking heritage. Well, we'll get to that. So, is it it fair to say you're not Italian? No, no, no. No, we'll get to that. Gotcha. Secondly, uh, what, secondly, what happened in September of 97? Okay, so that's the whole reason why I came on. We're about three hours and 82 minutes into this thing. And uh, speaking of Survivor Series, we had Survivor Series this past weekend. You remember Survivor Series 1997? I do. Pac-Man, you mind if I tell this story real quick? I mean, Travis is the host. Travis, you good with it? That's right. Yeah, so we had... uh, Please share. We had... uh, This is all I've been trying to talk about. All right, that's all I got. Bret Hart. Versus Shawn Michaels, do we think that the, all I got. the screw job was it a work? Yeah, fucking do your shit, Nubby. I believe we can ring the bell on Tony Gabagool talking about the Montreal screw job. We'll get to it next year. And.
thank you for listening to another episode of Just Freak Wrestling, the JFW. Oh, wait, what are our names? What are our names? Who cares? Okay. Here's the, okay, here's the thing. I had a very funny way of ending this fucking show. And, you're and really- then Nubby, who wants to spend time on his fucking phone instead of doing his spot. And then me not be able to press stop record because you want to talk about our names. But people already fucking heard them when we started this show. And now we have to drag on this fucking finish. You know who wouldn't fucking do this to me? My best friend, Max Holiday, SCW, Longest Man, three times.